The fall season is underway with Vandelver and below the Shattered Obelisk and a brand new season of the Great Dane Society playing Horror on the Orient Express. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. You are listening to Swords and Sages, playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, led by your dungeon master, Tiana Hansen, me, as I take this group of unlikely adventurers through Candlekeep Mysteries. Let's go ahead and meet our adventurers. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook. And I'm playing Dewey to Meditate. Uh, my parents are somewhere here in the library, I think. Anyway, I'm looking for some some swords and maybe maybe some sages, maybe. I'm Lady Bedivere, aka Alondra, and I will be playing Sabachthani Moreover. Now, Sugar, why don't you take your hands off of that before I take them off for you? My name is James Aaron O, and I'm playing Wuya. And adults say I'm what's the word? Precocious? I'm Laura Domingo. I play Odilla Inaldi, a woman in search of answers for the case she could never solve. I'm Ezra Denny. I have no idea why I'm playing D&D, and I am playing Lester Moreover. Tell me, have you ever given up everything for the love of a good woman? Mystery and intrigue wait around every corner as our adventurers explore Candlekeep and its mysteries. So come along with us as we explore Candlekeep. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to Quest and Chaos. And that's the first time in like a year and a half that I've gotten to say that in the studio. Hello everyone, we're back with Swords and Sages. I'm very excited to be here in the DM chair, surrounded by these wonderful people. <laughs> Where are the one people? People are here. <laughs> There's actual oh, people God. in the actual studio. I promised myself I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. Uh, I would also, however, like to point out that all four, four of you—not you—you're fine. You've all been my GMs at one point or another. Oh, I've been a good GM too. <laughs> I think. Maybe that. seems unlikely. I catch you alive, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she introduced deep ones into my one singular uh, episode with, with uh, her. While she was in the middle of season two of the Redacted Reports, I made her fight deep ones. That was great. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, you know, we have so much in common, my dear. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it begins. Yes. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> But Why yes. am I here? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be the kids in the middle. You volunteer. That's why you're here. I don't know what to do. I know. Literally, it's, this is weird. I mean, that's usual for you. <laughs> well, there we go. Just swing it. It's really I have weird. to be Amy since Amy is. Right. It's really weird not having my laptop like right here and like reaching up and doing the weird typing thing that I do sometimes and everyone can tell that I'm typing. But... Zoom sucks. Zoom. Where are my notes? It's better than microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Give me a little Patreon bit. Not <laughs> you can read Amy's handwriting. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
What's that word, top right? Gamagotoro 500 to bring that moth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. maybe he can't. Okay. <laughs> or maybe she just is doing something weird with, you know, moth instead of math. I thought it said meth, so that would have been a lot more. That's a different thing. That's for the After Dark show. Yeah, yeah exactly. If you donate on Patreon. <laughs> I mean, it's been a rough year and a half. <laughs> Where do all your teeth go? <laughs> Huh? And I have apparently done so poorly that Thomas is already disappointed. Wow! Uh, this is like a new record. He's not even playing the back in this game. What the heck? Usually it's me who has to go to the bathroom. What is this? We, uh, we played, he, no, it was another guy in our game. We played a character that I couldn't see for a year, so now he's just enabling that with a, like, the rogue character, like, the joke was, his spot, his hide was so good that I hadn't seen him in, like, a year. I, I assume he's around? Was that Pathfinder or something? No. I was, uh, D, third, 3.5? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the, the predecessor to Pathfinder. But anyway, welcome everyone. I'm going to try to wrangle this back in. I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah. I can make a really good attempt at it. It's oh, I'm Thomas. Oh God! It is so weird being in the studio and actually like seeing people making faces at me that I can't really ignore because my purple vision is very good. <laughs> it's kind of a problem. But anyway, welcome as always to another um, at the very least interesting episode of Quests and Chaos. <clears throat> I think she's doing great. I appreciate that. What was your name again? <laughs> depends. It depends on where I am. <laughs> I think she is going to kill you in the first ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't the original plan, but we're creeping closer and closer the more we think. Awfully squishy. Yes. I think we're all awfully. Yeah. Squishy. After the pandemic, come on. I... <laughs> yeah, that is one of the things about being back on a real camera. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. HD is not my friend. <laughs> But anyway, welcome back to the Questing Chaos and all of the chaos that comes with that, especially us being live in the studio. Um, I just want to hit a quick, uh, a couple of quick thank yous to people before we dive into the rest of things. Um, first of all, thank you to Nord Games. They are our friends and partners in our, 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 our friends of the shows. They do wonderful D&D supplemental material that I may or may not be uh, pulling from in order to flesh out Candlekeep a little bit more because... I, I enjoy that. I've been, I've been taking notes. I've been taking notes, James. It's a, it's a problem. Taking notes from you. <laughs> a boot. <laughs> Dropping a dragon in the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> drop it. Yes. Um, we have a, an affiliate code with Nord Games, so if you go and check them out, we... we I got a face from Thomas all no, of a sudden. <laughs> it, it works now. <laughs> yes, the affiliate link actually works now. It is chaotic20. Enter it at checkout to get 20% off of your order. It helps them out. It helps you out. And it does. It helps us out as well. We get a bit of a kickback from that. Um, another friend of the show is Birds of Paradise. And I got a note from Andrea right before we launched. Uh, Birds of Paradise is done with the QA of the Kickstarter dice, Ooh. and an update will go out in the morning. Um, she's been keeping me updated on some of this. Anyone who ordered the Cardinal dice, pay attention to that update. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> if you didn't order Cardinal, it, it, you, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you missed that spot hidden check. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, I think I heard about this story too. <laughs> Sometimes at Cthulhu, you don't want to see the things, so it's fine. 
Um, but yes, Birds of Paradise, they make amazing dice that are uh, bird-themed. That is the Kickstarter that was previously referenced. They also supply uh, Arizona-themed dice. I'm going to be using the Lavender Mimosa. I believe Ezra is actually breaking in a whole new set of dice today. These have never been opened. These are... Oh, fudge. I forgot what they're. The, the sandstone? No, no, they're the copper. The copper. These are the burnished copper uh, or Arizona oh, copper beautiful. or something like that. They're very nice. I'm looking forward. Um, I don't know what this big one is. Oh, it's okay. You'll figure it out. <laughs> no one, uh, how many sizes does that have? Why would you? I mean, your skill should be higher than 20. I, not yet. Level one. It's a base, It's a base. Yeah, you, you start off on the bottom floor and then you work your way up unless you die horribly because you, you pissed off the GM First a little bit too often. You've done this before. You had plus two for flanking, plus two for shield, plus two for... <laughs> I thought footstep! <laughs> okay, real story though. I almost put flanking into this game because I actually really like the 5e flanking rules. I use them in Spikes and Adams games. I enjoy it a lot. And then I looked at the composition of characters and said, these guys will never, ever, ever get a flank. What are the retreat rules? All I know is... Uh, disengage and uh, as, as your action and then use your movement. And then run. <laughs> I should have taken a vicious retreat. You know, I, I feel like, I think it's gonna, I feel like it's going to be an arms race to see who gets further back. At this point. Um, so yes, that is Nord. That is Birds of Paradise. We are using D&D Beyond, who do the wonderful overlays and help us do all of our math because um, after a year and a half of not looking into other people's boxes to help them do math, I'm terrible at it. Yeah. Well, what? I'm just enjoying the look on his yeah. face. <laughs> Everybody looks at a different person. We're like, we don't remember how to look at people because normally everyone's in one box yeah. in front of yeah. us. I need faces yeah. only in front of me. I, I will say the nice thing about it, though, is that people can tell who I'm looking at when I'm looking at them as opposed to I'm looking at the screen. Okay, you. God, I'm terrible. <laughs> and what do you think? Oh, wait, no one knows who I'm pointing at. Exactly. Um, so I think that's all of the big announcements. Baroness. I'm going to murder someone. <laughs> The Baroness is in studio. Very exciting. We are delighted to have her here. It is good to have it is good to have the crew back. My second favorite mm. Twitch user and one of my like ten favorite real people. And if you piss her off, she can just soon like cut you out. She bought me a root beer. I'm Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She's 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 pretty she's pretty awesome like that. It was a nice gift for you before you die in the first ten minutes. <laughs> What okay. is the Bart schedule? <laughs> <laughs> um, a three mile walk, so it'll take fifty seven minutes. I've done it. Okay. Why are you making? I don't know. Why are you making foley? Foley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating buckets over it. Why are you like sprinting back? Quest and chaos ASMR. Yeah. Oh, most people go. don't realize. Are we going into that? No. Oh, no. 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 He is, is it, which is to say that he is a control freak and he's having difficulty letting go. One out. Let it go! Let it go! Uh-oh. One um, Just a quick note as far as bits go. There, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently now that we are back in studio. Um, we are going to be... So any bits that come in before we roll into the intro will be announced after the intro. After that, all of the bits will be compiled and sent to me after the break. Unless we go into combat. If we go into combat, then they, then they come out immediately because the players will need them. Nope. I can promise you that. Boy, that was easier. 
Um, also, I, I didn't tell you guys this beforehand, but I'm going to tell you now. I'm I am instituting GM inspiration. Oh. Which is which is to say that if you do something that is particularly cool, particularly in character, have a really good scene, something like that, I will award you a a, a DM inspiration that is good for a full reroll. You can only have one of those at a time, but they carry over until you use them. Oh, I can have a little sunrise thingy now. Oh, yeah. So, a little bit of encouragement to RP. Not like this group needs it, but <laughs> I like throwing out little little carrots. And I personally really like DM inspiration because it rewards you for, you know, doing cool stuff. Are they baby carrots? Yes. Okay. Orange slices. Just for you, James. Yeah. <laughs> Just for you. All right, well, that is my trademarked question mark opening. Thomas, I'm throwing it to you now. Have fun. Hey, uh, Tiana mentioned lots of stuff about the bits and whatnot. Uh, anyway, um... Actually, because you, you said exactly what I wrote. We're doing something a little bit differently now that we're back in the studio. <laughs> I didn't even read it. He sent it to me, and I didn't even read it. Uh, it's, it's revenge for him not reading the stuff that I sent him. I read it. I just forgot it. Um, <laughs> it's totally different. We are not starting with four pieces of inspiration. And at the end of every game, all goes into the book of inspiration to trigger more giveaways. That's fair. Is that going to be, can we do that on Saturdays too? Yeah, if you want. Hmm. I like you guys not having that four every time. <laughs> I don't. All right. <laughs> that, Patreon, that, 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 that Patreon inspiration stays with us though. Yes. Uh, speaking of giveaways though, we have a giveaway tonight. <gasps> Look at that. It is the beautiful Argent Sword uh, Irish coffee mug that uh, someone who doesn't like to be named. Nick. You know, Nick. does it all the time. <laughs> Nick, Nick told me, he's like, don't tell anybody that I made that. And James is like, Nick made this. How great it is. Now, if you look behind me, you can see a close-up detailing. No, you can't. Not anymore. So here we are with this with this beautiful mug. I'm not going to stick it in front of the camera that's right at my shoulder. Because it will be supremely out of focus. But it has the logo of the Argent Sword. So it's a collector's item. It is. Two members of whom and the GM are at this table. I just drank out of mine this morning. Works well. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, there is one more note. Um, we can so we can use a inspiration for a D six or to purchase a card. The cards last till the end of the month. Oh, okay. How much do the cards cost? Two I think I've got like a buck. <laughs> Two inspiration and cards. I actually have the cards in Yay. my hands. We'll so remember to use them. use them. Exactly. So this oil doesn't seem dangerous at all. <laughs> Excellent segue, I mean, uh, Thomas. Uh, all right, so we do have some cards for you guys from Patreon because they uh, saw how squishy our, our sages with no swords are and decided two they wanted swords. to... There are two yeah. swords. We have more swords just than we do sages at this point. <laughs> I, I count one. Who has the other one? We both she have rapiers. Rapier. I mean, hers is best. And like what I try to call mini swords, aka daggers. <laughs> mini swords. I tried that line with Alexandria. It didn't, it didn't play well. <laughs> Maybe you'll have better luck. They're adorable. But deadly. <laughs> well, hopefully they'll be a little bit more deadly because uh, Sim Ogre has granted us dangerous oil, which is Ooh. when applied to a normal weapon, that weapon becomes a plus one magic weapon until the end of combat. <gasps> a weapon that is already magical receives a plus one bonus. Yay. That means we can already start fighting. Like we can already start fire. Yeah. Can I put it on my quarter staff? We should just start a fire. I think I'm the only one who doesn't have magic. So how do you solve? Yeah, no, we'll that to you. How do you solve every problem in a library? Start a fire. How are we doing? Ah, candle keep is special though. Yeah. The paper won't burn. 
Also, Even better! <laughs> also, I, I, should, I should point out that the, there's also magic to keep the weevils out. Well, that's yeah. why I can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> it explains so much. Uh, the other one that we have is from NGC457, our own Seth or Agent River on Redacted Reports. He gave you guys boosted adrenaline. Adrenaline surges through you, having damage from bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks, from non-magical and magical attacks for one myth. attack. <laughs> Since that person has long arms and can reach. Uh, and then also, my, there's a lot of bits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time for Tiana does, although the math is on the screen. I don't so. have to do math. Tiana does throwing as well. And, <laughs> no, like, it's a dexterity game. Uh, Barris is the only member of our editorial staff that can spell. So the chances are <laughs> the you're names. You're wrong because the Hefner has one F. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. That doesn't count. Oh. And one R as well. And this made-up name is not exactly spelled like that. That's ridiculous. Every name is made up. So I, I will wrong. say this as well. The spell check, right? I haven't looked, but I'm Are hoping you playing with autocorrect? Yes. I, well, because Tomato Toro is always on the list. Aww. Yep. Isn't the spell check what we're supposed to do before we enter combat to make sure that we've prepared the correct... <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I'm, I'm always an advocate for know, know what the frick your spells do. Oh, darn. Oh, oh. I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas just leaves the table. That's why I didn't Thomas make a spell cast in this doing. game. Don't know what I'm doing. Okay. We are he just he's back. back. <laughs> he's back. Do you have this much energy before Frostmaiden? Also, we just don't see it because we're not in the room with you. I think you took meth. <laughs> I told you it's in meth. Tweaking. <laughs> Tweaking out over here. I did slam a rock star when I got here. So. Oh, yeah. And he wants to talk to you about that. <laughs> All rock right. star, give us money. Not a sponsor. So that way you can feel this man's dangerous addiction. <laughs> I beg your pardon. God. Oh, this, all, right. <laughs> all right, so first off, we have Duke Fleeg with 1,500 bits. It does not say for whom, but because it didn't specify, it's for the players. So. Oh, this is no. weird. I've never had anything, I've never had anything oh, thrown at me before. Is this, does this always happen? <laughs> yep. Uh, I haven't done happens? it in forever. Fail that right. check. You need another one, or are you good? I'm good. This okay. is how we text our real dexterity I, scores. We're not doing. I caught stuff. mine, meth boy. <laughs> exactly. It makes me um, faster. I caught it too early. <laughs> oh, the Hefner gives a thousand bits to me. Oh, Thank you have. But okay. it was spelled That's wrong, nice. so it doesn't count. It was spelled wrong. It's spelled right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then I'm the only one here that loves you. <laughs> And then, and then Hefner, very kindly, has granted 500 bits to you as well. Oh, oh God. Oh, I got it! Okay. Very nice. Someone's you great when it lands in the water. <laughs> That's I, what I would aim for. I have That's... had that happen. Is it Thomas who aimed it for my life? Yeah, I, would always, I always threw them. At the, always I tried to get them in the dice box or the water. That was nice. always my goal. Brando 30 Rock. Whoever. Hey, That's a really long name. 500 bits to the DM. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I take wow. back that love. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I didn't just... save you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> that oil is dangerous. God. As the recipient of that last third level spell slot, 
I'd say welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, specs two two three five hundred bits to the players. Yay! Well, oh. sorry, Lord, that was my fault. <laughs> I will I will own it when it's my fault. She led the receiver. Laugh at you when it's not. Uh, Jay Matthews eighty five. Guess who those go to? Thousand bits to the DM. Oh, they always go to Ezra. He's they, yeah, that's good. <laughs> he met me. They go to the handler, the DM. Keeper of arcane knowledge, is. I said. Yeah, well. My favorite Twitch user. He's, he's, yeah. Oh, wait, no, the Baron is. Sorry, J. Matthew, number. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You're about to get mom smack. Yeah. <laughs> Slamming and a rock star. And then there are uh, a thousand bits from Anonymous. Oof. Oh, right. Yes. Wow. Thank you. I didn't know he watched. <laughs> that person also a great gifter of subs. <laughs> Ah, okay. Well, I'm just saying an anonymous gifter. An anonymous gifter, yes. <laughs> and then finally, at least for now, Ink of Archaeus, 1,500 bits. Wow. Neat. No, God. You've got a lot of... We're all going to die in the next I, I didn't minutes. count back there. But that, wow. You know, GMs don't roll a lot of dice. I mean, you're... you're Where you're, I come from. You are completely correct, but my friend, you are in my land now. You are in the land of D&D. Dangerous oil. Mm. <laughs> Accurate. All right. So, now that we've gotten the, uh, that bit of silliness out of out of our Bits way, of silliness. Oh god. <laughs> yes, this is what it's like to be in the same room as James. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's get this mad party started. Let's go explore Candlekeep. You're never doing something good. <laughs> well, we're doing something well. Yes, grammar is, grammar is important. 
Neither. Oh, not in this <laughs> This is fantasy. What's hey. your inch score again? <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> okay, Cassandra. Delusion. Oh, no. <laughs> this is my crow, Cassandra. It's like the, never mind. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to Tim to Swords and Sages. We are gonna get this this party started, I guess. <laughs> the, the year is 1492. <laughs> DR 14, 14, 1492. Good morning, yes. 1492 well. damage resistance. Yes. Y'all are screwed. Run. this sailed the ocean blue and killed a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But in a different world where that didn't where that didn't happen, other kinds of atrocities did, but not that one. <laughs> Our setting is is Candlekeep. It is a fortress of of knowledge and learning that has stood on the Sword Coast for hundreds of years. Uh, it has. <clears throat> excuse me, I get a little choked up. I'm getting to come back to the Forgotten Realms. <laughs> Yeah. Most of it's not remembered. So yeah, I, <laughs> no. Who remembers? I don't recall any of this. Yeah. Who remembers Cholt? I mean, really. Dragon of Inspired Vehicles. Uh... It's the Sword Coast for the, for not the remembered realms. We, we were on the. We were also on the Sword Coast for most of that. To yes. be perfectly fair. Yeah. How many dragons were there? <laughs> Fewer than we're gonna run into here if you guys keep running your mouths <laughs> all day. <laughs> Uh, it, is, it is. It is 1492 in in Candlekeep, which it has been described when seen from above as a birthday cake with too many candles. There are towers that that range up into the heavens that have been reinforced with layers and layers and layers of hundreds of years worth of spells. It is a truly fortified, protected area that is um, well nigh impossible to get in if they don't want you to get in, as some people have found out when they did not bring an appropriate book and then tried to get in. There are various smear marks along the sides of the candle, <laughs> along the sides of the wall, uh, from various attempts. The Aarakocra one was interesting. I thought you were going to say, if you don't bring the right book, they just kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they do. And that's how your character is going to die. <laughs> I brought a Michael Crichton novel. <laughs> I brought a Nicholas Sparks novel. <laughs> they actually might not have those just because they're so stupid. What would be the worst book to bring to Candlekeep? Oh, I brought Fifty Shades the, of Grey. Uh, Uzo's telling of his tale of Uzo. I brought the tall halfling. <laughs> oh no, Thomas, oh. you have to tell that story now. <laughs> what? We, he was going to make us use the tall halfling in order to get in, but I had already burned it because the there was section. a lot of stuff, there was a lot of emotional stuff going on, so uh, Andraste had burnt it, and uh, had we then used the sequel, the tall halfling's Gift, I think that was the name of it. <clears throat> the the dangerous oil. <laughs> I did not make up any of these names. I want that to be known. I made up none of these book names. Um, if if we had used the the sequel, they they, they would have said, oh well, it's pity you don't have the original. It's it's worth like a thousand gold because it's so rare. But I didn't. We used we used uh, Squeal's uh, poems and songs instead. They were Aww. very impressed. Mm -hmm about a goblin bard who was on tour and, you know, making quite the living. 
Speaking of uh, the Fox Irregulars, though, this is the same year as uh, the Fox Irregulars are beginning to form in Waterdeep. It is very early, though, because this is early summer of uh, 1492. So somewhere a wood elf, a halfling, and two, and two humans are bumbling around Waterdeep, messing everything up, and it's great. Um, but our story is here in Candlekeep, and... Um, We are going to to begin with Wu Ya. Ah! <laughs> Roll initiative. <laughs> 18. Oh, you wasted it. You <laughs> did waste that. What is your initiative anyway? Plus one. Yeah. Higher decks than I expected, actually. Oh my good lord, my initiative is better than yours? <laughs> wow, your intelligence. Mm. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a show and not a goal. intelligence knob right here. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wizard, of course How he is. How strong is Booyah? Uh, I'm rolling on the, rocking the 12. It's my lowest stat. That's my lowest stat, there's, too. There's no negatives, so, you know. That's fair. Booyah, you have... I, I'm sorry, am I pronouncing that correctly? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you have been here in Candlekeep for about nine days at, the, at this point. Mm -hmm. um, what... Can... Hmm. Introduce yourself to 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 the fine folk at home. Tell us, <laughs> tell us what 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 this um what this person looks like, and yeah. and then what book did they use to get into Candlekeep? Yeah. <clears throat> Hi, uh, my name is Wuya. Uh, I'm eight years old, and um, I came to Candlekeep um, because I wanted to do some research and I wanted to like learn some cool stuffs. Uh, some people call me precocious. I, I don't know where they get that word from. It's a big word. Um, but yeah, what you see is a small eight-year-old human. He's got jet black hair and um, almond-shaped eyes that are um, quite large for his head and almost owl-like and when he just like stares at you. He's always just kind of watching. Um, he's got some just like regular robes and a backpack on his uh, back that is... What? Fanny pack <laughs> that takes about like the like the great big portion of his back. It's just very large, and um, he came in with uh, his grandfather's notes about a spell or uh, an experiment he was trying to do uh, that would slow or even stop the aging process. Which the the sages at the gate found very interesting, especially since there were some interesting thoughts in there that they had not run across yet. So those notes are being diligently studied and, and in fact we've had a couple people come and ask you so when your grandfather said this was it some kind of a code mm, i guess right yes thank you so yes you have you've been you have a a study room after you um sufficiently proved yourself worthy enough to be in Candlekeep. there is a so in the in the towers that are out in uh the court of air there are study rooms that you can repair to that are filled with permanent silence silence spells so you can sit there and read without having to worry about what's going on in the world forever it's great until they come and you know make you leave because uh the general rule is that unless you have reason to be there. You are only able to be in Candlekeep for a 10-day. And, well, yeah, you are running out of time. Mm -hmm. And so right now he's just sitting in one of those little cubicles, has um, about three or four different books open, just like trying to like peruse each one and then flips over. His feet are just kind of dangling, not exactly reaching the ground. And, yeah, he's quite going, quite fervidly going through 
the pages. Like, examine this one, no, flip a page, go to this one, look at that one, no, flip a page, and then he just keeps going around in a circle. Are you making any progress or? <laughs> I didn't call for that role, so it doesn't count. <laughs> but... Whoa. Whoa. I'm letting the, the, the dice determine whether he's making progress. No, or no, it, it doesn't um, count as the first role of the campaign. Oh, no, no, no. Um, We've got dangerous oil if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to on the pages to give me anything. Um, but he, he hasn't really gained much knowledge. You do see medical books on the table as well, um, and he's, though not in this moment, he's probably perused about 12, 13 different books in his time there. And, in full. and, and, and are they are they from the, the same sort of subject, or? Um, it hits some multiple subjects. Mm. Uh, one of those were medicine, um, some of it is on the undead, um, some of that is just uh, extensive notes on just rare illnesses hmm yes the, you, you you have an avowed who who is uh, assigned to you and comes and brings you books that that you ask for and they definitely remark <clears throat> on the um the breadth of your of your interests mm -hmm. yeah um it's just you know when i was uh with my grandfather he had a lot of different interests and um it's just it's a lot of Of course, of course it is. So pulling away from from Wuya for mm -hmm. for a little bit, <clears throat> we'll go over to Dewey. All right. Now Dewey is kind of an unusual case. Uh, would you like to explain why? Um. <laughs> Besides so, the obvious, is it the hat? It's yeah. usually the hat with you. <laughs> so uh, Dewey, sort of. Uh, Oh, excuse me. Introduce yourself. Well, okay, I was, I was just going to introduce myself to Wuya. So, okay, so Dewey is a 14-year-old uh, kid. I'm sorry, 15. I'm younger. I think, I'm, I think I'm 15 now. Uh, oh, you just had your birthday? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just oh, happy birthday. Now I'm a man. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I've been here, uh, I've been here like eight years. In wow, I'm eight years old. <laughs> So I was a little bit younger than you when I came here, um, and uh, you know, my, my, you know, I came with my family and they're gone now. So you know that happened. Anyway, um, can I get you any anything? Um, uh, I don't have any books or anything like that because they don't let me in the library. But uh, I have, you know, bacon. Yeah, bacon. Yeah, <laughs> sandwich maybe. I can get you a sandwich from uh, the hearth. Oh, actually, bacon would be nice. And as you, I say that. Um, hopping up onto the table, you see just a skeletal raven. Just, she'd like some. Dewey <laughs> reaches into his backpack and oh! he's like, oh, that, that. "Down, Rusty! Down, Rusty!" As this little little fox pokes its head out. We could do props. <laughs> no, that's the beauty of being in person, my friend. <laughs> so, oh, what's what's your raven's name? Uh, her name's Iris. Iris. This is Rusty. Oh, hi, Rusty. Uh, Rusty's a fox. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Anyway. Uh, where's Francois? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. Uh, it's uh, uh, ten, uh, uh, it's a gold. I'll go get you a sandwich and some bacon. A gold for a sandwich and bacon? Uh, okay, okay. 
All right, uh, five silver. Um, and we have ruffles in his pouch. He's like, I got five copper. I just, I, it's just some bacon for her. Okay, uh, no sandwich, but just bacon. I'll, I'll go get that. Okay. And he goes off to go steal some bacon. Actually, <laughs> no, he's going to go purchase some bacon, and hopefully it costs less than five copper. So I would like to point out that the exchange system that most adventurers are used to is very weird because uh, most meals are a, a couple of coppers. Yeah. So. so how many gold to an electrum? <laughs> Don't oh, make me do that math. Spike likes electrum, and I want to throw things at him oh, every five. time. <laughs> no, that, I thought that was platinum. No, it's ten for platinum. Uh, or is it still? It's yeah. it's it's ten ten gold to to, yeah. to platinum. platinum. Electrum was like halfway. I thought electrum was two in first edition. Electrum is five silver pieces. Okay. Anyway. So it's so like a 50 it's a... cent piece. <laughs> I flip you with 50 cent. You really failed that haggle. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you, eventually he comes. If, if I'm still going, eventually Dewey will come back with a four gold or four copper pieces worth of food. I'll keep the one little copper. Oh, oh, wow, that's a lot of bacon. <laughs> as, as he eats a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'm having bacon for lunch. Here you go, Iris. Ah! Is Iris dead? You see the bacon like go through the bacon <laughs> out <laughs> from the ribcage. Okay. Wow. How how old are you? I'm kidding. I know how to count. I'm eight. Okay. How old are you? Fifteen. It was just my birthday. Right. Did you get a birthday sandwich? This is my birthday sandwich. <laughs> Thank you for the birthday sandwich. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go now and find someone else. <laughs> we have an episode time. <laughs> this is uh, my birthday sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna go put on my birthday suit. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, and I'm sorry if I if I missed it. What does Dewey look like? Uh, Dewey is a uh, moderately well built. No, uh, he's a he's a skinny, short guy with uh, decent clothes that uh, are not ragged at all, and uh, blondish hair, a little darker complexion than me. He actually sees sunlight now and again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hangs out in the Court of Air. You know, as you do, there are a lot of beautiful gardens off of the Court of Air that are great for studying in, and there are apiaries. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a low a low a low uh, drone off to the side of of the Court of Air all the time. Gotcha, full of apes, so watch out. <laughs> An apiary hey. don't know is, is beekeeping. <laughs> Um, and as Dewey come, comes running out of this out of this tower and is, and is hustling across the the uh, the court of air, this is how he actually stays uh, so skinny. Is running all over Hell's Half Acre. Thought it was the meth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, possibly. <laughs> um, we we shift our focus over to the over to uh, the way of the lion and the gate that that dead ends at. And the gate that the way of the lion ends at. Those are the words I was looking for. Um, and there we see a, a group of interesting people standing in front of a table where five sages sit behind in their in their robes. 
Everyone looks a little bit too warm because it's starting to get into summer and they haven't switched from the, from the winter robes to the summer robes yet. But they're a little bit too proud to say anything. <laughs> they really need spring robes. <laughs> <laughs> they do, but that would be giving in to it to just like... Or an infernal patron. Heat does not bother me. <laughs> well, that is the way to do it, is it not? So, in the, in the, in the front of the... So, there is actually a, a small line of people who are waiting to, to get in. And in the front of them is a... Uh, a woman named Odilla. Mm-hmm. Would you would you care to describe yourself? Yeah, Odilla is a human, pretty average height, um, average build. She's got dark auburn hair, about shoulder length, pretty wavy, and she's got one pinned back or one side pinned back. Um, tan skin with a light smattering of freckles that um, go across her nose and cheeks. And these piercing green eyes framed by dark lashes. Um, she's dressed in simple trousers and riding boots and just a simple top. Looks nice, but not trying to be ostentatious in mm-hmm. any way. Um, and she, she's going to be c- coming up to the sages, and she'll just... She takes out um, kind of a worn leather book mm-hmm. and and says uh well i don't think you've read this one before and as they hand it over and, and flip it open what they'll see is a journal mm-hmm. not her own definitely someone else's and how she came into possession of someone else as well <laughs> you must allow a lady to keep some secrets all right so one of the sages takes it and starts flipping through it well, this, this this could be quite interesting. Uh, who is the original possessor of this of this journal? Mm. That will help us determine whether or not it is information useful to uh, to Candlekeep. Yeah, and she's gonna just lean in and whisper a name. Okay, and and the woman behind the desk goes, hmm. and she's confident because this is a pretty well known name. Yes, and, mm-hmm. and and the sage certainly seems to recognize mm-hmm. it. Um, kind of an eyebrow kind of quirks up like. Very well. Flips through a couple more pages and then uh, sets it down and turns and whispers to an avowed behind her who nods and and runs into the keep. We are just checking briefly to make sure that uh, nothing similar is in the the keep. You understand procedure and all of that. Of course. So um, feel free to to sit and wait for him for a moment while while we deal with the others in the the line. Mm Mm-hmm. And she'll go uh, to the side, and she's going to take out one of her daggers and just sharpen it. <laughs> Not menacingly, though. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a very peaceful, meditative way. My love, that's one of those mini-swords you were speaking of earlier. I have never used the term mini-sword in my life, Lester. It came to me somehow. <laughs> You're a branding expert. <laughs> and directly behind Adela is a... The mad couple from hell, and I'm not entirely Literally. joking. <laughs> Would you two care to introduce yourselves? Ladies first, always. Thank you. Um, uh, Sabachthani, moreover, is a um, average height woman with pale skin, dark hair, bright red eyes, two sweeping horns and uh, large bat wings poking out from behind her incredibly elegant white and blue robe because she is, in fact, a tiefling. Um, And she is uh, dressed very well 
um, in in a lot of white and blue shades that offset her, how pale her skin is, which is kind of unusual for a tiefling. It almost has a more elven tone to it. Um, and she's holding a very strange, kind of almost grotesque-looking book under one arm as she stands next to her husband. Uh, <clears throat> Lester, moreover, is uh, a bog-standard human, except, like, around his neck, there are all these cracks, almost like cracked stone, and there's almost like a magma effect, as, like, there's some sort of, like, heat, light, hmm. something there. Uh, he is uh, probably overdressed for any occasion. Uh, he tends to uh, he tends to be very formal in everything. Like he'll he'll refer to all of you by your last names, Ms. or Mister, whatever. Uh, uh, which means I'm gonna have to figure out how to pronounce that. <laughs> Demetia or something. Dementia. Well, that's his nickname. <laughs> Demi. No, double T. Okay. Um. And uh, he is—he uh, is simultaneously always politely interested and profoundly disinterested in almost everything going on. Hmm. Uh, this is you or the character. <laughs> <laughs> he pays more attention than I do, uh, and um, he has a—he um, has a, a, a paperback book that is wrapped in like that plastic that library books are in. Mm-hmm. And um, he'll approach the sages and he'll say, uh, Now, I understand that we probably could get in just once with her book, but I really think you need a copy of Dangerous Oil here in this library. It is a history of lubricants across all the planes. Well, that certainly sounds very interesting. I should say. I, I, look, I consult it frequently. Even if you don't want to add that to your collections, you're welcome to keep it. <laughs> we use it nightly. The section on ropers is particularly interesting. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Put this X card right, right around there. Oh, goodness. So, yes, the, the sage begins flipping through it with an eyebrow slightly raised, gestures in a vowed over, and uh, whispers in, in his ear. And uh, he, go, he, goes, he goes running off. And for you, ma'am, he, he did say that you each have a book? Uh, yes, uh, you can take a look at this. And uh, Sabachthani will hand over this creepy-looking leather-bound book that's very gross that opens up to uh, an anatomy of pit fiends and other denizens of the hells. Very detailed anatomical drawings in that Grey's Anatomy style. For just a second, you see the stage's eyes widen just a little bit. That's what your cousin looks like? <laughs> only on the inside. <laughs> but it's not its not the, the slightly eye-widen of horror, it's... Ooh, I want to look at this. Mm. Because sages are weird. My people. <laughs> uh, and begins flipping through with, with much more interest than any other book that has been put in front of her today, it must be said. Should there be three of those? <laughs> there technically should be five. That's an aberrant form, sweetheart. <laughs> so she flips through and nods and then gestures one more avowed over who... Look, looks over her shoulder and they whisper back and forth for a moment. It's like... 
I have more. You're welcome to take it at your leisure. Very, very gracious of you, ma'am. Uh, yes, we will go. We will uh, have a, have a look in our in our catalog to make sure that we do not already have such a work. But this is, may I say, exquisite. Thank you. My mother will be pleased to hear it. Mm. Well, if you if you'd be so kind as to uh, just have a you'd be so kind as to have a seat over there and uh, wait for our uh, our determination. But of course. And she gestures you over to where Odile is sitting. I thought it was a little rude that she gave you a raspberry. <laughs> Sweetheart, you have to remember customs around here are very different than when we're visiting Mother. All right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and the the, the DM has a stutter and will sometimes have to reset. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> that's how I reset. Because. I imagine that they like sat on either side of Odile and she's <laughs> talking like, over you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Oh, you see, that's the mini sword I was speaking of, my love. Darling, it's it's a it's called a dagger. Where is this mini sword thing coming from? Right, and then she's gonna like, <laughs> and then get up and just get some air. <laughs> fair, very fair. All right, so after about twenty minutes or so. The avowed come back one at a time. One of the the one who was talking to to the sage with very excited features mm. comes back first. Uh, not quite running because it's difficult to run in robes, but definitely moving with more than the, <laughs> definitely moving with more than the uh, customary sedentary <laughs> librarian look. Well, uh, I am delighted to tell you that of course this book it belongs in our collection, and well, we already have a copy of Dangerous Well, but. If you Want to be rid of it? I would absolutely love to not be taking that one home. We're trying to free up room on the shelves for some new uh, acquisitions. Don't worry, my copy is already uh, uh, footnoted. Unfortunately. Oh, well, that does that does add something to the uh, the the knowledge of Candlekeep. It certainly <laughs> adds something. <laughs> So yes, you two are welcome to to come in. You are presented with a chit that that shows that you have gotten through appropriately and will allow you through the gate without being slammed out. And so the gate opens before the two of you, and you see in front of you the court of air. The court of air is an enormous cobblestoned courtyard that um, is lined on one side with towers that are called the pillars of pedagogy. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, and I'm looking at my resident pedant for that. <laughs> um, on, the, on, the, on the one side are, are, are the, the towers. This is where your, your guide explains to you people go to study. And on the other side, there are various buildings, one of which uh, looks very much like a tavern. And next to it is, a, is a, an inn with sleeping spaces and such like. Um, this is an enormous space, and it takes a second to sort of take it all in. Well, Angel, should we uh, go procure some uh, some sleeping quarters and then get to our studies? I look forward to it, my love. We'll head for the inn. Yeah. All right. So that is the House of Rest, which is next door to the tavern, and inside the House of Drink. <laughs> They're very literal people. Yeah. <laughs> They're like those people who have like eat in their kitchen. <laughs> you wish to go to the House of Bath. <laughs> I hate to tell you that that actually is a thing. <laughs> All the signs are generic. It's the bath and steam house. He's right. 
Well, I shall be there if you require my act. Oh, this door has a sign that says door. <laughs> <laughs> it says both push and pull. <laughs> wow. What is this invention? And as and and as the two of you are are crossing the courtyard, you see you see Dewey who is dashing from one place to another, probably trying to run errands for someone. Eating his birthday. Birthday. <laughs> I, I never pass up the smell of bacon. Young man, where what? did you oh where oh. did you procure that uh, delicious victual? Uh, at the the the, the house of bacon. <laughs> Why the house of bacon? <laughs> have an entire house to That's where bacon. we should stay. <laughs> is it international? <laughs> the bed is a little uncomfortable. H-O-B. Angel, I never wish to say no to you, but I will not be staying in a place that smells like roasted meat. <laughs> I mean, we stayed at your aunt's house. That is different. She has family, and I did not have a choice in the matter because Mama said that we had to. Well, uh, actually, I mean, I got it at the hearth, which is the, the inn. Oh. Which was where you will stay. Wonderful. Yeah, anyway, the house of yeah. beds. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the hearth. It's, it has a fireplace and it has beds and it has bacon. You seem extraordinarily helpful, young man. Perhaps you could uh, show us the way. Absolutely. For only two copper, I will show you the way. <laughs> Fine. Very nice well. It hands well, you like three gold. Uh, it's no. right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, sure. Our luggage. Uh, you can bring our luggage to our right, room. Uh, right behind you. Goes over and do you have luggage? Massive trunk. Yeah, <laughs> massive trunk. We both each have a massive trunk. Oh, poor dude. <laughs> these right, these suits are custom. Let's do it. <laughs> and this little fox hops out from a pack, and they allow vermin in here. Well, well, well Rusty's not vermin. Technically, he's fake, so he's not even an animal. Oh, oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, keep you know you might want to keep those two separate. I won't even. The, the, if you want to see something weird, okay. Always. Please <laughs> so, What sort of conversational rejoinder is that? What passes for polite conversation in your part of the Angel, he's a child. Next, what? You're going to ask, would you like to smell this? Honestly, once you see it, you might want to smell it. <laughs> there is an. I angel. have a book for you. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no books for the children until they've been vetted. Please, There is continue. an eight-year-old <laughs> with a skeleton raven in that room right over there. Is a skeleton raven alive or is it an Antonkamal? Or a puppet. I, I think it's a fey skeleton raven. Oh, now that's fascinating. I can, I can see a familiar when I see one. Uh, granted, they've all been a little weird. I think now, when two adjectives, or, or it's an undead raven. I didn't cast detect undead on it. I don't have that spell, so I didn't cast it. On well, you're very young. I'm sure you'll get there, Angel. We should go get our rooms, and then perhaps we can go investigate why children with undead creatures are running around this library. Is that what we were supposed to smell? <laughs> You want us to smell an eight-year-old boy? <laughs> no, no, I thought you would smell the rain. Lass, please do not get us kicked out when we have only just arrived. We have been attempting this uh, journey for quite some time, you may recall. 
It's not better when you say you want us to smell an undead raven. <laughs> How about some bacon? Now yes. yes, bacon would be okay. lovely. To Your the house of beds, my love. <sighs> Thank you, Lester. Uh, so, so Dewey starts dragging this uh, trunk across the court with the tiny little fox behind it, just kind of pushing along <laughs> on two legs, oh. pushing behind it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your animal noise. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think maybe we are the monsters. <laughs> uh, there's an undead raven, my dear. That is the monster. Undead are a perfectly natural part of life. Well, I did meet your cousin. Exactly. Now let's get you some bacon. You might be a little hangry. Maybe that's why you're being so aggressive toward the children. Who asks someone to just... Hey, do you want to see something weird? You've met my younger brother, yes? <laughs> but, but that was really weird. Precisely. <laughs> we will go get rid yeah. <laughs> And they want... continue that for the next yeah. three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to, I just have to wind these two up instead of running. I don't have to do anything. I told you you were going to have to prep anything. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Who preps? I at least pretend. It's weird, though, because when, I, when I'm a writer, I, when I'm writing, I'm a pantser. I, I, I only was like panzer. Panzer. You don't you don't outline. You just write. Oh, I've never <laughs> panzer. It's a planner yeah. and a panzer. You either plan it out or you fly by the seat of your pants. Exactly. <laughs> James is very much a planner. He was just flying by the and seat. And then of his pants. when we break those plans, he's a panzer. <laughs> <laughs> Usually with that look in his eyes. It's great. I think a pantser is something very different. <laughs> you would, darling. Let's go get you some bacon. So you arrive in the House of Rest, which is attached to the hearth. They are two separate buildings, but they're right next to each other. And the, the, the proprietor of the House of Rest is a tall, slender, copper dragonborn who, who looks through the two of you up and down. Hmm, well, welcome, welcome, welcome indeed. Come in. Uh, is it uh, one, one room for, for, for the ten day? We prefer bunk beds. <laughs> that can be arranged. You see, then it feels like a different bed every night. <laughs> well, just as well that I pressed digitation stones. <laughs> Indeed. So yes, uh, that, that, that will be um, that will be a gold for the ten day. Allow me, my love, and he'll pull out and he'll pay for like the whole ten day. Uh, and here's their truck. <coughs> uh, take that to our room, would you, boy? Oh. <laughs> Which one's their room? Uh, that would be. We'd like the very top. <laughs> That would be uh, number 14, Dewey, if you're, if you're familiar. Yes, indeed. Do you want a hand? As he goes, Foop. and a three-foot-wide diameter disc <laughs> appears, which he puts the trunk on, and then it follows him up the stairs. <laughs> Wait, why didn't you do that? Somebody is, was a pantser. This is why I say, know your spells. <laughs> That's a resourceful I, young lad. I didn't know if I would need a spell slot. Uh, two of them. Here we are. Oh, you already run through half of your resources. It's time for a big fight. <laughs> <laughs> Food fight. So yes, you are you are each provided with a key to room number fourteen, so you can each come and go as you as you see fit. And number fourteen does in fact have bunk beds. Because why not? 
So, sure. so, so, so the two of you are are thus arranged. Dewey gets your trunk up to the room. It's a, I mean, it is not a, it is not an elaborate room. These are certain. These are these are rooms that are made for people who go there to sleep, and usually are stumbling there at three in the morning, half awake, their eyes burning because they've been staring at books for too long, and get up at five in the morning to continue their their research because a ten day is very short, as uh, we all can uh, attest. <laughs> so uh, you are you you are uh, led into your room by Dewey dragging your. It's, it's floating behind <laughs> of its own will. Oh, that's that's way easier. I should have did that. <laughs> but you know, honestly, sometimes I get I like the fox to get a workout. So. That didn't come out right. Um, Better things have so far, right. but we don't hold against you. <laughs> okay, ah, uh, you can go. Okay, what are you guys doing here? It's kind of like... <laughs> Re- research. What, what are you researching? Well, I'm a doctor. Oh. Well, I'm studying to be a doctor, rather. I'm shifting careers. Being a socialite gets so boring after a while. It's all just parties, and I need something to apply myself to. Right. Anything in particular you're looking for? In general, anatomy, physiology, sciences. If you have recommendations, I'd be happy to take them. There's an eight-year-old boy downstairs. You have mentioned this. Is that relevant <laughs> to being a doctor? Is he in need? Is he? Oh, oh, this skeleton crow is in need of a doctor. I wasn't planning to do veterinary medicine, but I could still shift paths. My love, I'm no veterinarian, but if it's skeletal, it's beyond medical <laughs> As I have pointed out, this could be a perfectly natural occurrence. It seems a fatal one. <laughs> You've met my cousins. Half of them are half skeletal. Well, it's true. It's true. I, I myself am here to uh, learn about the Githyanki have an entire canon of psionic erotica. It only involves the mind the entire time. There's absolutely no touching. It's fascinating. He just slowly backs out of the room. Just very slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This feels yep. inappropriate. <laughs> bad mind touching. Bad mind touching. So I gotta go protect an eight-year-old now. <laughs> Why does he keep bringing up that boy? I don't, you know... If this comes out, Mother is going to start asking us why we have not given her grandchildren again yet. So maybe we Apparently don't we mention can pick it. one up here. <laughs> That's not what she's talking about. You know it. Spring fully formed from your head. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I need. Fully formed grandchild from my mother. <laughs> Dewey's heads down the stairs, dropping that three roll. <laughs> yeah. Puts it in his pouch. Okay. Is everyone here poor? <laughs> Apparently. All right, so we we shift back out outside, out to where Odilla is patiently waiting. Yeah, she's been observing though, and she's kind of um, fidgeting a little bit. With uh, she's got a a necklace with a bunch of pendants on it, so she's kind of just rattling that, and she's at least observing mm-hmm. the comings and going. Yes, uh, early summer is 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 a time that people come to Candlekeep because uh, the the spring storms have finally ended and the god awful winter is over. Winter is brutal on the coast and especially so in an enormous stone building. There's a reason why those robes are very heavy. Yeah. Uh, so there's actually quite a lot of traffic along the way of the lion coming up to to the gate, and there you observe all sorts of interesting people. Yeah. 
And she'll try to take note of anything that looks interesting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there isn't anyone that you recognize per se, but there are a lot of people that, that you, you watch and go, hmm, mental note. Yeah. Check mark. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and finally, the avowed who who had gone to uh, check on your book come, comes back and is speaking with with the uh, with the sage at the desk, and she she gestures you over. Okay, she'll go over. This is an absolutely fascinating work, and we we believe that it will be of great interest to Candlekeep. Mm. So, thank you very much for bringing it to our attention, and you are most welcome, ma'am. And she and she gives you the chit to get through the gate. Great. She'll just give a smile and a, and a nod, and she'll enter. Uh, yeah, she'll take in. Um, she is pretty impatient to get started, but she knows it's probably best to also get her stuff down, get a mm -hmm. room. She does anticipate, just to be prepared in case mm -hmm. this does take, you know, the full 10 days. Sure. Um, so she'll head over. Ah, house of rest. How... Uh, so, uh, sorry, sorry. Just carrying a truck up there. <laughs> She'll just Ooh. look at Dewey. Oh, just like stretching out, like, oh god, oh god. Okay, okay. He reflects and goes, eight-year-old boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not touching that one. <laughs> not with a ten-foot pole. Yeah, she'll she'll go in, get a room. You know. Whatever is available, she she's kind of in a hurry. Just wants to get settled in something mm -hmm. private for sure. Yes, and no, um, and and noting that you are by yourself, yeah. the, the the copper dragonborn. It's a it's a smaller room certainly, but mm -hmm. it has a desk and and a, a twin size bed and a, a wardrobe that, that you can hang your things up in. It's more like student housing than anything sure. else, but it's it's comfortable. Yeah, if sir, if a little Spartan. Yeah, she'll quickly drop her stuff. Just take um, you know a quick bag that has her. Essentials. Um, mini swords. Mini swords. <laughs> TM. Um, <laughs> Miniswords.com. <laughs> Just be careful. Just be careful. That's all I'm saying. We were talking about Rule 34 earlier today. Next week in the merch store, Mini Swords. <laughs> Ask for them by name. <laughs> I mean, we did um, Irish mugs for dip. Why not mini swords yeah. for swords and sages? I, I, I have been throwing, I have been throwing uh, uh, things at the idea of having like letter openers. Yeah. Mm. Those weird or those not mini swords. I actually do have a mini sword. <laughs> yeah, me too. That, Remember like, those little tiny swords you used to get in like drinks that were like they were like oh, pink? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What is this used to? Those were at Chili's last time I worked there. <laughs> well, Welcome. I remember when Chili's. you used to go to Chili's. <laughs> Remember when we used to go anywhere? I do not uh, dine at places with an apostrophe in the name. <laughs> as a rule. Welcome to Dewey's. What do you eat at Dewey's? Never mind. Dang. Nope. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for going where I was starting. I appreciate that. It's we great. are also twinge in the forest. <laughs> we cook Next it in dangerous you. oil. There, we burn it all around. Oh, there it is. Oh my god. That's the drinking game tonight, guys. Cheers. Every time this one says dangerous oil. Well, I thought it was eight-year-old boy. <laughs> That's the other drinking game. That's it depends on how drunk you want to get tonight. <laughs> um, but Odilla will leave, and she'll want to make sure that the room is pretty secure. 
Yes, behind her. There, there, there is a window, but you are able to close and lodge and lodge the shutters. You're up on uh, the second floor, so I mean, you are aware that the, that it could be gotten into. Yeah, but I mean, she keeps the most important things on her. Yeah, ways, but you know, pretty much any room can be gotten into if you really try hard enough. Yeah, and she is going to try to head to the library and try to find like what you would typically find in a library, a, mm-hmm. a help desk, or try to get a sense of how to. Look things up. I just realized Dewey. It just hit me now. <laughs> really? <laughs> As I, <laughs> you know. See less and more. That I understood. <laughs> Thank These you days we don't have to use a Dewey decimal system. I just look it up on the internet. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's going. She has um, a specific book in mind and so she wants to find the best way to get help trying to find that. Okay, so as as you approach the the main mm-hmm. library, uh there 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 is an avowed who very gently and very quickly uh cuts you off and is like, "Ah, oh, well, ma'am, if you are looking for any book in particular, all you have to do is is uh, register the uh, words. Is register your reading room, and then uh, an avowed will be assigned to you for the day, and they will fetch any book that you are looking for. Oh, table service. And so she'll. Uh... <laughs> no apostrophe here. No. <laughs> it's candle keep, not candle keeps. <laughs> um, yeah, so she'll she'll grab a she'll grab a room. All right, it it does take a little bit of time to to, to sort out which room you're you're going to be in, and while and while you're uh, waiting, you can you can glance around and see most of the doors are closed. Um, all of them are pretty quiet. Like that's the thing that really strikes you as you're standing in this in this tower is just how quiet everything is. There's the quiet of a library, mm-hmm. and then there's the quiet of a bunch of silent spells. Right. Figured. <laughs> where it's so quiet that you can hear the blood in your ears sometimes if you really think about it. Uh, yeah. I personally would not care for that, but, you know, sages are weird. <laughs> that's why you sit in the silence, then you can't hear anything. You can hear your blood, though. Mm, in a silence favorite. spell? Ooh, let's get into a deep discussion of the mechanics oh, of the silence no. spells. <laughs> no, no, go on. <laughs> so if it, if, so if, if it doesn't go through your skin, the silence spell. Anyway, no, never mind, never mind. Yeah, like, can, would you hear, like, if I snap, no, the silence no. spell doesn't make any noise. But it, uh, my, my understanding is always if it's something external, you can't hear it, but something internal, you can, like, you can hear your own heartbeat and breathing. Because it, it's running through all the, the, the hollow spaces in your head. You're the GM, so that's how it works. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my no, postulation. No, 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 you're the GM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't hear farts. That's all I need to know. <laughs> As he walks past uh, the eight-year-old. Uh, uh, what is the gerund form of scent so that I know what spell I need to research? Welcome to the madness, Alondra. Yeah, I, I uh, Yep, 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 that's fine. This is why I'm playing the high cha character in this campaign. This is also why our campaigns always go five times longer than you say Honestly, I planned for this today, because like okay. you'll notice there's no battle map in front of you. I don't anticipate you getting to a place where you're going to need one. You're going to be lucky if you can get all five of us in the same room by the end of the night. You know, I'm working on that. <laughs> Bar fight. My favorite. That's I mean, it's pretty traditional. That's how the Foxy Regulars came together. You know what this bar fight needs? <laughs> 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 Last 
So we are going to have to talk about your Drink. fixation <laughs> on okay. the eight-year-old boy. Don't <laughs> get hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you are you are put into a a, a study room, and the avowed asks you what mm-hmm. what bo- what books you are looking for. Yeah, and she's actually already prepared. She mm-hmm. has it written down. Uh, yes, if I could get this title as well as anything else written by this author. Oh wow! Certainly, this. Are you sure you came all the way to Candlecape for this? Mm. And she'll just give a nod. Flowers in the attic. Oh my god! <laughs> I brought up flowers in the attic during Dragon Advice for a peak. I don't remember. I, I, That's because no one knew what I was talking about except for like Matt. <laughs> I'm so sad that I missed that episode. Right. I know exactly. of it. I haven't read it or watched. E. C. It. Andrews seminal classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't use the word seminal. You're already <laughs> too deep here. So fun facts in English. We had to read books, and I read that. Like you had to give a report to your English oh, teacher. Oh, your, your English teacher didn't say, "Class, we're gonna read Flowers in the Attic," <laughs> because oh my gosh. I would question your schooling about that. No, you gotta choose your own book. Flowers in the attic. I don't even know how I chose that. No, it was in my school library. I want to (laughs) say. Harry Potter gets kicked out of school libraries, but flowers in the attic, no problem. Up in California, it's fine. Wow. (laughs) I mean, you're banking a lot on the fact that a school librarian has read Flowers in the Attic to know every school librarian has read Flowers, and that's why it's in every school (laughs) library. Ah. Oh, okay. dear. So, tangents. Yes. <laughs> Drink whenever there's a tangent. <laughs> this is why I edit the redacted reports. This is why I edit. This is why I'm not on any of these shows. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yes, uh, the, the avowed kind of shaking, shaking their head scurries off with, with a piece of paper uh, that they've scribbled down the, the, the title of the book and the author. And you are left uh, in ear pounding silence. Yeah. And she's probably testing it out. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, I can hear hear blood pounding in my head. At least that's there. Yeah. All right. So we're going to come back over to to Wu Ya, who's been patiently going through stuff. Uh, So, yeah. And how old is Wu Ya again? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. His ears are burning. People keep talking about me. What is (laughs) This is entirely your own fault. I just want to remind you of that. <laughs> Eight-year-old boy adventurer. <laughs> um. oh, he's been watching too much of the animes. Oh. <laughs> the cabbages. <laughs> Miniswords.com. <laughs> oh, we're now to Okay. Drink every time we get a okay. TOS ban. <laughs> Just gonna do the whole thing. Right <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, the reason why Dewey was able to stop by is Wuya keeps his door open. Um, oh. Does that turn off the silence spell? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were just like flipping through the pages and mm. does Odella keep her door open or not? No. <laughs> cool. Well, Wuya has had quite a bit of studying and he knows he has his last day but he does want to at least go walk around a little bit more in the court of air before doing a final study sesh <clears throat> so <laughs> so he hops down and actually has to hop down <laughs> um grabs 
the stack of books with him. Um, can they can they take the books out into the court or no? Um, yes, you can take them out, out into the court. You just can't take them past and past the gate. Oh, excellent! So he just waddles and it's like stacked up to here, and he has to like look up and above as he walks through the court. Just like, the ravens on top. Of the <laughs> yes, Iris is right up top and just like kind of looking up and about, and unearingly is able to like walk in a um, straight fashion as opposed to being like, oh, oh, and starts walking over to uh, the hearth to drop off the books in his room. Dewey's just like, oh, he's stronger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> walking by Dewey. Hey, Dewey. Like, not even looking at Dewey. <clears throat> hey, Dewey. Hey. How's the birthday sandwich? Delicious, thank you. <laughs> cool. Most of the quotes tonight are going to be about birthday sandwiches, and this yeah. alarms me. <laughs> Where are you going, Muya? Uh, I'm just going to put these in my room and go for a walk. Okay. Where are you walking to? The raven just turns around. Uh, just walking. You want to join? Sure. Okay. All right. Walks over to the hearth. Which room does Muya have? It is a ground floor room. Oh, okay. Kind of, kind of like, oh, like tucked a little bit behind the scullery. Mm. So it's not. I mean, you, you, you paid, you paid good coin to be there, but they also are like, this is a child. We want to keep them. We want to keep him where where we can uh, make sure that he's not doing something weird. <laughs> Unaccompanied minors, you know. You get the... Unaccompanied minors always, always, get, always get yeah. to, to, to the flight Aww. attendants. Mm-hmm. They were called stewardesses when I when I was that small and traveling alone. Oh, what's the name of the dragon lord, by the way? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That is a. Is that is that name is that water to Hadian? I hate you. Or is that a Zintarum name? I can't. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, that's. What I, I believe it's a mistranslation from the Abyssal. Ah, okay. That makes that makes good sense. There's not an apostrophe in that name, is there? Oh my gosh. No, and it's going to push you into a bonus <laughs> island there. <laughs> Uh, it is Faldresh. 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 As as we are passing by Faldresh, he's just gonna be like, "Hey, Faldresh." Oh yes. Uh, hello, Wuya. Um. Oh, hold on a moment. Hold on. Hmm? Uh, there was actually someone here asking after you. Oh who? Um. <laughs> no, no. I, I I could see Dewey right there with you. No. Um. How Christ. Was here. How crisp. How crisp. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. That is one of the great readers, one of the council members of, of Candlekeep. He's one of the great readers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. There's the first reader, there's the great readers, there's the chanter. Oh, wow. Okay, Ooh, so he's the great reader. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh um, uh, what did he want? Wouldn't, wouldn't tell me, but wanted to make sure that, uh, that that you speak with them. When? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? When? <laughs> uh, he was he was here earlier today. Um, I, I I told him that you usually come back at about this time. So if you want to uh, stick around for a moment, he might he might come back and find you. Oh. Okay. Hey Dewey. Um, I think you're gonna have to go walking by yourself. Oh. <laughs> What if I tag along with you? Can't you tag along? 
I don't see any reason why not. Alchrist will be the final decision uh, decider of that, of course, but... Okay, cool. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Um, I've been holding these books. Do you, do you, do you need anything else? Or... No, I am so sorry. <laughs> go, go ahead and drop off your, um, your stack. Mm-hmm. And walks, again, unearingly towards the room and places it on the counter and just kind of sits on the bed. I'm. I stay outside. <laughs> Rusty and I just look at each other. Because like... you've heard eight-year-old boy way too many times today. <laughs> hey, Rusty. Um, I got some bacon. You want to come in? Rusty runs over. Oh. Oh, of, stranger danger, Rusty. Yeah, stranger danger. Rusty. And like pats the bed. It's like all right. Mm-hmm. Eat bacon. More bacon. How much bacon can you have? And make him disappear. No! <laughs> that and then pop back over by me. <clears throat> you killed him! And, and, and when he disappears, you hear the faintest little... Oh, <laughs> rusty. That piece of bacon lands on my bed. Oh. Does Iris oh. swoop in again? Yeah. <laughs> It just keeps dropping. <laughs> it gets more chewed up. Bacon bits for my salad. Oh, is that how bacon gets? It is now. It's like some Flintstones oh. machine. <laughs> like that oh, meerkat man. coffee or whatever it is. Uh, it's a serval cat. Raven oh, that's bacon. It. I've had it. It's very good. Oh, you, you really taste the cat. Um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> nope, never mind. Moving right past that. Tangent, tangent. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. Uh, I've been sitting here for too long. Hey, wanna go upstairs? Upstairs? Yeah. Why? I don't know. You know, there's a... There's a tiefling and a, and a, and a guy with a weird neck. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> going up the stairs. Oh, and then halfway through. Which room? I, I tell him eight. Room eight. Room eight. Okay. Yep. Can I insert? He starts that? opening every door. <laughs> Can I insert that? Sure. It's for us. You hold oh, that's only ass. up to 14. You don't um, I got an eight. No, I don't remember. Not 20. <laughs> you know, you could use the dangerous is, oil. So what is my deception? To borrow so a phrase 21. from Aaron, it's always when it's something stupid. Every time. Yeah. 21. Okay. Oh, I rolled yeah, no. eight. <laughs> as, far, as far as you are concerned, it is eight. He is speaking the gospel freaking truth. Dewey wouldn't lie. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That's, that's not eight. <laughs> Is he gaslighting me right now? <laughs> <laughs> it says eight. What are numbers? <laughs> He's totally gaslighting you. That is an eight up there. I'm eight years old. I know how to count. That's eight, and the room is eight. Excuse me, infernal lady and weird dude. <laughs> They're over. I, Dewey walks up and he's like, "Oh God, they're not an eight. <laughs> they're they're oh, they're a 14. Oh, sorry. I knocks one more time on roommate. Sorry. 
Okay. They have bacon at the hearth. It runs over. Hello, infernal lady and weird guy. Pearl or mauve, my love? Always mauve, sweetheart. I'm just going to go check the doll. You do that. Uh, Cracks the door open. Like, looks. (laughs) (laughs) How tall is... um, Smothany is like six feet. (laughs) Plus horns. Plus (laughs) horns. Boom. Hello. Hello wow. there, sugar. You're pale for a tea, please. I have been told that before. You're, You're a tall. child. Yeah. Is the eight-year-old boy here? <laughs> <laughs> That's no <laughs> bad. What? Apparently so, sweetheart. Does he just go door to door? I haven't had a chance to ask. Would you please get your smoking jacket on? You're going to look only half-dressed when we uh, leave. Of course, of course. Heaven forbid. Uh, hello, young <laughs> Very young man. Turns over to Dewey. Yeah, he dresses weird. I dress well, son. There's oh. a difference. Uh, looks down at his like simple blue robes with kind of like reddish trimming. I'm... So what... He told me there was a weird guy and a tiefling lady here, and I wanted to say hi. I, I he saw... was, in fact, technically correct. So hello. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. Uh, well, hello, young man. Very young man. Disturbingly young. <laughs> what is your name? My name is Wu Ya. Well, Mr. Ya, uh, what brings you to Candlekeep? Oh, I just wanted to be fucked. That is a very good reason to go to a library, I must say. You, you just want to, I mean, you just want to read books. Mm-hmm. Like, all the books? Well, as many as I can. They only let you stay for 10 days, which is a real bummer. Dewey, do you, can you change that? Uh, if Dewey here can do a lot of things. He can, like, he can bring bacon, and he had, his birthday was, like, yesterday, so he had a birthday Oh, sandwich. well, happy birthday, sugar. <laughs> thank you, thank you. He's 15. Wow, That's so many children in this library by themselves. Seven years old than me. Uh, do we all announce our ages? Is this a thing we do? <laughs> well, yeah. So it's anyway. more relevant until you're of legal drinking age. Remember? Mm-hmm. How old are you? You're human, right? You got weird cracked skin. Well, you know my age is indeterminate. You see, my wife here mm-hmm. is functionally eternal. Wow. So you can live a really long time. Theoretically, forever under the right conditions. Oh, forever! Oh, tell me about that. Well, when a very scary demon lady and an elven man happen to do things that adult people do together. Fornicate? Something like that. <laughs> I would say love each other very much, but I don't think love is really part of the he equation. He read Dangerous Oils. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clearly. Maybe you can point me in the direction of some books. You know, <laughs> what kind of books? The restricted section. Oh, well, I mean, like, the whole thing is kind of restricted. That's the point. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you ask for it, I bet you could, like, get, um, like, what are you looking for? Last I have no interest you in having your this... mouth. <laughs> I have no interest in having, some things are best kept away from children. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, true, true. You know, right, Dewey, sometimes children, like, you just don't want Right, so now that we've all acquainted ourselves, mm-hmm. I think that, um, Lester and I should perhaps go continue with our studies, and you all should go... 
have snacks or meet your parents or whatever it is that children at libraries do. Well, I already had bacon and Dewey got me some bacon, <coughs> so I'm kind of good on snacks. We're just kind of waiting for a guy. His name is Alcrest. He's the great leader and stuff. Alcrest? Have I heard of Alcrest? Oh, yes. Great. I'm more a skimmer myself. Mm. <clears throat> and what uh, business is it that you have with Alcrest? I have no idea. That does not surprise Fascinating. me. Fascinating. Well, perhaps we should uh, all make our way down to the lobby together. Safety and numbers and all of that. Mm. We do love a bit of gossip. Um... Well, no, that was not a rejoinder to have you um, give me some gossip. Let's see. I've been here for ten days, and I think I've talked with Dewey. Yeah, I. That's true. I, he really he kind of like stayed in the room, left mm-hmm. the door open. I mean, that is a very efficient way to study. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still have a very, very small concept of gossip. Um, now, Lester, don't shame him just because he's young. I've had hundreds of years to learn about this sort of thing. He's eight. It's a fair point, my love. It's a fair point. It was Dewey's birthday yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Have you said happy birthday to him? <laughs> was it your birthday yesterday? It's uh, a few days ago. Handful of days ago. Anyway, uh, there's an ogre here who's really smart. Ooh! Yeah, yeah, his name is Tiny. He's, like, really big. I think it's, like, one of those, like, juxtapositional things where he, like, he's really big, but his name is Tiny. And also because ogres are, like, supposed to be dumb, but then he's really smart. We should not tell my younger brother about this. He will take offense. It's true. He does have a magic item. We call him Tiny for a reason. Mm. <laughs> Tiny swords? Something like that. Oh, you've been to that side. What? <laughs> <laughs> You can get that book. Uh, it is in the restricted section, but you can get that book. Oh, that'll keep you entertained for at least two or three days while I'm doing my work. I, my mouth well, moves kind of while work? I read. Oh, I'm studying to be a doctor. Oh, a doctor? I'm studying to be a doctor, too. Oh, that's wonderful. What's your area of specialty, sweetheart? Anatomy. Mine, too. How fascinating. Hmm? Well, you'll have to show me some of your reading list. Maybe I can take some pointers from you. Oh, uh... Do you want me to go get your books? Well, no, they're downstairs. You don't Maybe to... we should all go downstairs, yes? You have this uh, meeting with Alcrest. You wouldn't want to be late for that. I hear he's a very punctual fellow. Is he a punctual fellow? He is, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, Excuse me. okay. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? She's dead. Oh. <laughs> you see that? Lester, you've heard the mouth that I kiss my mother with, right? You really don't have any. I've kissed your mother. Please don't remind me. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry to hear well, that. <laughs> Spock, that he is finally just kind of gonna like put put out a hand like to shake hands with um, uh, yeah, and just be like. Tabitha, sorry to hear about your mother, but I look forward to hearing about your studies. Perhaps you could uh, escort me down to the lobby like a gentleman. Oh, certainly. Takes <laughs> the hand and walks, looking over at Lester. <laughs> She'll just look at like wink at Lester and just keep going with him. Where was that bird? <laughs> oh, you see, like as we was walking away, Iris is just on his right shoulder. Oh, there it is. There it is. It's as dead as you said. Yep. 
It's a dead um, bird. I'm the gossip man around here. <laughs> Iris's head does a full 180 oh, and just like <laughs> looks back at y'all. Uh, shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> Aren't you glad you kept oh, the silence man. in your room? <laughs> After you. So as you make your way down downstairs and come out into the the large um, seating area that is connected to the hearth, which is, which is next door, um, you look over in a corner and you see, in fact, as he said, an ogre with a, a headband that, that he's wearing and very studiously going through books and seems to be enjoying what he's reading. He stands out significantly. Partially because he is, you know, an ogre reading, but also because he is surrounded by stacks of books. He has his own little little towers of pedagogy around him. Hey, Tiny, what's the reading today? It's it's little one, little one. But today it is um, poems. Ooh, what's the subject? What's the theme? Is it about love? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it gets to love eventually, but it gets a little flowery along the way. Mm. Poems. Yep. The best way to do it. Most poetry should, in my opinion. Oh yeah, uh, little one, this is, this is, uh, this is, I don't know your name. He's kind of weird and she's a tiefling and she's trying to be a doctor and uh, he kissed her mother. <laughs> and this little one looks up and closes his book and pushes the tiny spectacles that he has up his nose as he looks at the, at the four of you in front of him and just, well, you do see all sorts come through Candlekeep now, don't you? Apparently. Takes all kinds. <laughs> I was wondering, is that eczema, by the way? Uh, he'll sort of like rub subconsciously at his neck and he'll say, uh, this is the unfortunate result of choices in life. As it is. <laughs> <laughs> How unfortunate can it really be, though, darling? We have each other. Well, it, it's very true. So STDs. <laughs> you are a very precocious eight-year-old. Where have you learned these things? I read really a lot. Reading? You do read a lot, apparently. I, you do not read runes, though. <laughs> uh, How could you read a rune? <laughs> the ogre will gently shift one of the stacks of books aside and offer his hand to Nisabakhani with a with a grand little bow. Happily take it. <laughs> And and and, sh- and shake her hand. I I am as as the child said, little one. And what is your name, ma'am? Uh, Sabakthani Moreover. Well, it is a pleasure to meet you, Miss M- Mrs. Moreover. Mrs. This is my husband, Lester. You can call him Les, unless he prefers something else. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mister One. I took her last name. Oh well, family tradition. <laughs> pleasure to meet you. Uh, what what brings you into the common room this time of day? An eight-year-old boy. Ah, oh, you've met Luya. He introduced himself. They do that. There's more of them? No. Just... Good. <laughs> no, it's just me and Yeah. In general, children are not allowed unattended in Candlekeep, but Dewey is a special... Dewey is a special case, and Luya is a... An even more special case. <laughs> yes, very much so. Well... I, if, if you will excuse me, I do have some more reading to continue. 
But of course, I hope we shall have the opportunity to uh, enjoy the pleasure of your company again at a better time. Well, I will be here this evening. I, I start my studies promptly at 7 o'clock because one must have a work-life balance. Indeed. So if you would care to join me for dinner tonight, you are more than welcome. Oh, we may take you up on that, Arthur. I must say. Do you dress for dinner around here? Most do not, but sages. Well, at least we'll make a splash, won't we, darling? We always do, my love. In general, it's difficult to remind the sages that they must eat, let alone remind them that uh, dressing for dinner is appropriate. Sometimes you have to bring bacon to them. Yeah. Wow. And then they give you money for that. That's... Are there cholesterol tests here? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Is bacon all you eat? It's a magical library, sweetheart. Calories don't count. Oh, well. They do not. Nope. Then I am having dessert. <laughs> As you are having the, this this conversation, um, a a tall bron- a tall bronze dragonborn comes comes walking in, and you you do immediately recognize Alcrest. Uh, hey, it's Alcrest. <clears throat> Who now? Uh, this is Alcrest. He's uh, the great reader. Well, sure he is. Yes, yeah. yeah. He has keys to get into the restricted section. Well. <laughs> So be on your best behavior, Angel. That's that's where my family went when they disappeared. The family the restricted area? Yes. Here? Yeah. Oh, that's how you can stay here. Oh, by the way, that's how before he gets in. That by the way, that's how you can stay here. Um, if your family disappears in the vault, then they let you stay here. Excuse me, oh. Mr. Outcrest. I don't have any family who can disappear, but how can I stay longer? Well, I was actually about to speak with you about that, Mr. Mr. Wuya. Uh, why don't you come over here and talk to me briefly? Okay. <clears throat> um, these are, this is Dewey, this is Mr. Moreover, this is Mrs. Moreover, and apparently they also want to talk to you. Oh, no, we just wanted to uh, introduce ourselves, given the opportunity, but uh, we don't wish to uh, interfere with uh, your business. Oh, certainly. Although... Well, I will return to that thought in a moment. Come with me, please. Okay. Bye. And he'll draw you aside to a private dining room that is empty this time of day because it is midday and no one no one remembers to eat at the library. Rusty is going to try and sneak along. Oh. <laughs> All right. Give me a stealth Here comes check our for first Rusty. Combat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what stats are for this thing. Can I? We we, we decided to go with the cat's uh, yeah. the cat stats. Cat stats. Can I roll cat perception stats. for Iris? Sure. It is it is not going to be good. I can guarantee, <laughs> I can guarantee you that it's not going to be how good. Is, okay. Get there. Uh, how do you add? In how do I? No. <laughs> In D&D Beyond, how do you add a familiar? You go to extras, you hit manage extras, uh, you should get an option for familiar from the drop-down menu, and then you can add it. You can even rename it so it has the name of your familiar instead of its uh, type. Although your question explains a lot of the bits conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's a 13 for Iris. Okay. That is a... Ooh, it's 12. Oh, right. So uh, Alcrest like glances down at the at the fox and just like looks look directly into its eyes and goes, "You know better." <laughs> and it just and it, and it backs <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> into the bushes. 
I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, you weren't going to beat the passive perception of 14 with that one. No. Well, what is Ruyo's passive perception? What is passive perception? <laughs> is that oh. an existential question? Yeah. <laughs> you see, like, I didn't notice. That's, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, honestly, uh, so there, there's been a... I know what it is. Well, <laughs> but there's also a rule that you can't roll below your passive perception. Oh, good to know. Oh, that is very good to know. Hmm. Yes, that I'm is gonna, good to know. I'm going to remember that for Frostmaiden yeah, because I consistently that... roll lower than Elspeth's passive. Why is that good to know? Because, um... It... Ooh, that is very good to know. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that true? <laughs> According is that to, true? According to Spike. That's the GM! <laughs> okay, according, according to Spike, and he's the GM that I trust for those don't, rule questions. You don't question the GM. I mean, yeah, you do. No! <laughs> the GM is always right. So as as Alchrist shoes out the, the the little fox. Yeah. As the as the Alchrist shoes out shoes out the little fox and closes the door, we're gonna take a break. Oh, we do that. We do that. We do that. Which we can just use the opening for that because we don't have a break. Well, that's that's fine. But yes, we're gonna take a uh, what is it? A a seven to seven to nine minute break. What do we do? Seven to nine minute. We're gonna roll a die nine. And in about sixty seconds, you will actually see the break video because I did actually make a version of it. Oh, that's fantastic. And, so and refill your drinks because I do anticipate us going on tangents. Yep. Saying eight-year-old boy, what was our other one? Uh, mini swords. <laughs> mini swords. Mini swords. <laughs> Flowers in the attic. <laughs> That's gonna be the new one too. So yes, we'll be back as soon as it takes, as long as it takes six people to use one bathroom. to Swords and Sages. I promise you we, we have not gotten the giggles out, but we are ready to keep going and uh, probably drinking more because there will be many, many more chances for the drinking game. I regret not bringing alcohol. <laughs> oh, man. What if we do have an alcohol I should have brought champagne for us to toast. <laughs> Seriously. Next oh, week. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Next week either. we should do okay. that. I'm straight edge. We're not doing I'll bring anything. you sparkling and apple cider. That's so much sugar, oh my god. Uh, oh my god, he says he's eating unbranded fruit snacks. I'm not. Or you were earlier. Uh, I didn't eat the fruit snacks today. Today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on trial here. <laughs> no, he's only had the meth today. Remember we established this he's earlier? Only, that's, you know, uh, yes. that's how you keep uh, the... Yeah, the gorilla figure. He's riding the snake. That's... <laughs> Not that metaphor. It's a different metaphor. We, we, were, we were discussing dynamite, and the subject of bone snakes came up. I'd like to buy oh. a card. Thank you. <laughs> Good segue. No, it wasn't, but it'll do. Sweetheart, you have to actually like, throw them one at a time at me if you want me to actually catch them. Otherwise, we're going to sit there. All right, so the rule with... You want me to take them back? Nope. <laughs> the rule with buying cards is that I have been shuffling this deck while we've been chatting, and I am going to deal out two of them. I'm not looking at them. <laughs> I'm going to deal out two of them, and you guys select which ones you want to keep. Ooh. We have oh, that one's Magical Tea. 
When this key enters a lock, it automatically opens a regular or magical lock with a DC of 15 or less and is then destroyed. Oh, a little spin on a single ranged attack. You can put a little spin on the shot and ignore all cover if the subject is within five feet of a point you can see. Does anyone have a ranged weapon? I am a ranged weapon. Nope. <laughs> I mean, would that work with Eldritch Blast? A single ranged Attack. It does say attack. As oh. long as it says attack, then yes. But I but any, magical range. I feel like magical he is. We're like sneaking more around useful. the library yeah, for restricted key. books. Oh, I get to throw this. Okay. We are first level. <laughs> a, a lock above DC fifteen is not gonna. Yeah, with that sleight of hand of plus one. Mine's sleight of hand's pretty good. Oh, mine's I, good. I, I feel like Laura could probably handle yeah, a plus lot of eight. Locks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You've hit expertise yet? How did you get that? Yeah, I get. I get. Uh, you do, Rose. Mm-hmm. Play rogues. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, was there any other cards that you guys wanted to? Come on, spend Did the inspiration. You, yeah, We're going to yeah. get more. These dummies keep One giving us money. Yes. All right. We're, we are combining ours. With so, our inspiration combined, can't we more. get a card. All right. Did you tell them to enter hashtag chaos and in the chat? No, I haven't yet. You okay. guys should enter. Ooh. Get out of my camera. <laughs> <laughs> You guys should enter hashtag chaos if you want a chance to win this fantastic yes. mug. I love mine. I use it all the time at home. I will not tell you how much alcohol goes into that Irish coffee. <laughs> it's just whiskey. Yes. That's what Irish coffee is, mm-hmm. to be honest. It, it, it's coffee-flavored whiskey. There we go. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't like the taste the, the taste of whiskey. <gasps> Tonight I'm going to wonder why there's ink all over my hand. <laughs> really? Okay. We have. I'll, I'll still go with you to the tasting. Restoring mana. When consumed, this magical potion creates a temporary first level spell slot, which lasts for 10 oh, minutes. That seems useful it for multiple people. <laughs> 10 yeah. minutes. Only 10 minutes. Or one more time, you gain one extra action oh. on your turn. Oh, the rules tasty. on number of spells and a turn still apply. Ooh. Both of those are good I think ones. that extraction oh, one sounds tasty. Both of those are really yeah. good. That's I a lot of Can we just swords. spend two more? Just keep <laughs> well, I have two right over here that I am going to spend to get. Can we buy them both? Or do we have to draw again? You know what? Sure. <gasps> Yay! Yay! I'm in a good mood. You a benevolent DM. See, that's how you GM. Yeah. <laughs> Give the players what it's they want. It's because they did that haggling cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> I have my role play. Bag. That was no, the no, word no, I was no, looking no, for. No, Kashit has wares. I think. It's about to make a Kashit joke. Very nice. We don't even have a tabaxi in the party. Damn it! Nice. Uh, I thought my, about being a tabaxi. My second uh, playthrough of Skyrim, I killed that <laughs> <laughs> so fast. Uh, and then you join the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. All right, anything else from you guys before I start throwing things back at you? No, just shenanigans. Yep, yep. yep. I mean, yes. <laughs> All right, so we're going to run through the bits that came in during the, during the show. I heard that we have had two raids. I didn't hear who they were from, but <gasps> nice. thank you guys so much for joining one, us. One was Child Protective Services. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this eight-year-old boy? <laughs> Someone on the internet's talking about eight-year-old boys. We, we were once like raided by somebody called Official Sweden. That was like... <laughs> really? Like, you know, you do not want to be raided by unofficial. <laughs> Those guys. So we had uh, just to acknowledge that we had a fabled forty-two. Chris, Hi guys. Thank you so much for that raid and feather falls. 
Feather Fault? Multiple L's and multiple T's. Yeah. Feather Fault. Feather Fault. Thank you guys. Yeah, for the it. noise you make is you're trying to remember how to trigger Feather Fall. <laughs> I didn't prepare it. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yes, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Remember, enter hashtag chaos for a chance to win the mug. Must be present to win. I will start throwing these. <laughs> Ready. We get inspiration. <gasps> All right, so running through the bits that came through during during the other the rest of the show, Bomb Clancy, thank you very much. One thousand bits to the GM. Well, well, uh, okay. Her name's off the winning <laughs> list. <laughs> thank you, my darling. Uh, Tamago Tora, five hundred bits for getting Ezra to betray his principles. <gasps> Welcome to the D the D and D table, my friend. I <laughs> I question if I ever had principles. I... There's that. Uh, also, Tamago Tora, 500 bits to make a fire. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> nope, dangerous oil. <laughs> uh, Brandon 30 Rock, 500 bits for the moreovers. Now waiting for their sitcom spinoff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, That's all you. And, yeah. and I want you to know that you can't see it, but my drink has changed colors between the first <laughs> and the second half. <laughs> Uh, Dead Boy 42, 500 bits to the players. Yay, Dead Boy. And Hello, Live Mom. Hi, Live, hi, live Mom. <laughs> we, we hope you're feeling better. Uh, and Dead Boy 42, 500 bits to the Tiana, the best rogue. Screw you, Dead Boy. <laughs> he says that with all love, of course. I have no principles. <laughs> Clearly. Good thing we're in a library. Maybe we can find you some. <laughs> it's in the restricted. Speaking of cosplay. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Where can I find this book? <laughs> All right, now we need to buy miniswords.com. <laughs> Only four thousand dollars. We yeah. can get there. So join our the Patreon. Yeah. So join our Patreon if you'd like us to buy miniswords.com mm-hmm. for an exorbitant amount of money and a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> it costs. $4,000, help bring up the mini swords upkeep tab. <laughs> We're going to get there soon. Now folks. I want to like see the analytics of mini swords.com. Well, after tonight, they're going to be very skewed. <laughs> I'm interested in swords, but I kind of like small things. wonder if there's some website for that. Well, I, just, you know? I just have to say thank you very much to you glorious people. I will never use these. <laughs> Tiana, buy cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just broke the game! <laughs> I know where all the things are. I don't need guiding light. <laughs> Magical key, though. You well, there are, uh, so, uh, dis- despite what the overlay may say, there are 20 bits in the Book of Inspiration. Oh, we're triggering that, that so tonight. Mostly we'll trigger, so we'll have a giveaway on the Great Dane Society. Oh. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll no of a Nord Games <laughs> D&D accessory. Or Cthulhu. <laughs> Quick throw out. Rhyme with Frostmaiden. It's not happening this Saturday. Okay, back to this game. Well, you've got trauma to deal with. Yes, yeah. so much yeah, trauma. Kind of, kind of a lot of that to do. Speaking of trauma, eight-year-old boys. <laughs> Apparently Sorry. everyone has dead parents, too. Except <laughs> me, <I know>. somehow. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. have you played? You've played D and D. You played D and D a lot. Dead parents are kind of a thing. Yeah, I didn't get the memo. I these days. My mom has been trying to call me ever since I got here. The death of my parents has been nothing but a positive impact. <laughs> well, yes, but your parents were terrible, sweetheart. Well, yes, yes, and their death was by impact. Indeed. <laughs> Mom, I want to be an adventurer. No, honey. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you understand what happens? Kick the door open. I heard someone here wants to be an adventurer. <laughs> hey, adventurer. This is my parents. Is it now? I'm with official Sweden. <laughs> Why? Were your parents. Were. <laughs> Not we're. Were. were. Past tense uh, jokes, guys. What what month is it? I'm here for any. It's July, in theory. It still is, in fact, July, and um, will continue to be for another. But what? In, it's, we're in Candlekeep, so it's probably like a July a fifth or something. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know the names of the months. And I you used don't to. Okay. It's July. Time <laughs> is a construct, guys. It is our favorite enemy. I got right. deep. Hey, you know what? That's my favorite. Why don't we roll the giveaway since since we haven't really started the game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we haven't started like <laughs> roll for it. Well, the second half of the game. <laughs> I, when does it start? I don't... Here it is. I want oh, the old monkey. Oh, 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 oh. J Matthews eighty five. Okay. This thing is fixed. Congratulations. Wait, he gets that cup. Let me let me see that cup. <laughs> he gets no? one like it. No, no. You get one touched by all of us. I don't know. I was going to sign it. That. I don't think that's sanitary, y'all. <laughs> it's dry erase. I was going to sign it. With my dog. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. James actually is an eight-year-old boy. I'm not sure if anyone was aware. Don't do that. <laughs> it's probably Myrtle. You're going to lower the resale value. Depends on who's buying it. Because you know Jay Matthews is putting that We don't the have the URL yet. You can't make that joke. <laughs> when we were giving away... I can make all the jokes I want, dear heart. No, that's true. That's when true. we when we were giving away Libra's Arcana Dice, it, the shtick was, oh, those are played on game. Yeah, yeah. Amy, Amy, Amy uh, had some... You know, if Amy touched them, you, were, you did not want to win those dice. <laughs> I, I I had a DM uh, very very early on that I was like if you touch my dice I will break your fingers because he broke my dice. Ooh. Didn't we have we had some weird passing rule where if they fumbled they had to pass the dice? I don't remember. Oh, that I remember that. Yeah. that. That that was oh. was it with Birds of Paradise or Libra Arcana? I think it was Libra Arcana. So yeah. We were gonna give them away and like if oh, you yeah. got a critical or a fumble you pass the dice. I remember that. Yeah. So much better than dice jail, honestly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You don't want to work for me? Fine. Go to Amy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, look. That's wow. where dice go to die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's like, go to Amy's house. There's a castle up on a hill, and it's raining and lightning. Good evening. The power of Emma is too strong. Dice cannot stand in her the, the, po- the power of Emma crosses uh, dimensions. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so... Now that we've gotten that out of our system for the moment. <laughs> for the moment, I said. <laughs> um, so yes, Alchrist leads, it leads you into a room uh, and closes the door uh, behind him and gestures for you to sit at the, the dining table that's sitting there. <laughs> and just, you're like a Muppet. <laughs> yes. I'm three foot, what, eight or something? No, you, James, <laughs> are like a Muppet. Like, I'm waiting for you to start dancing, like... <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is 
is it too late for him and Alondra to switch places just so he stops leaning? I am not sitting next to Ezra. I can't anymore. You lost your opportunity for that. I smell like bacon. It's weird. You know, every relationship has their has their hardships to overcome. Just ask Rachel. <laughs> we love you, Rachel. My third favorite Twitch user. Oh, I got it right. <laughs> Hold on. Are you updating the Nightbot command I right did now? Update. So it was in descending order one, the Baroness. Two, J Matthews. Three, scroll on the one, scroll on the one, question mark. Question mark. <laughs> I didn't know when I wrote it, but now I know. On the run. Scroll on the run. If you have to explain the joke. Oh. <laughs> it's his. I know what you're thinking. I smell like bacon. <laughs> well, I'm delighted that you remember to eat at least. Mm-hmm. Many of the many of the uh, the the, the uh, seekers of knowledge do not. So. Luya, you have been here for nine days, and you are leaving shortly. Yeah. But you don't want to. No. You haven't found what you came here looking for? No. Well, there may be a way for you to stay a little bit longer, if you are willing to do a service for Candlekeep. What kind? It's a small one. Um, they're they're really below anyone else's notice. It's the reason that we've uh, that we decided to talk to you about it. Um, there is a, a fellow named Matronius mm-hmm. uh, who came here looking for. I don't even remember what he was looking for. His his focus changed very suddenly when he found out a couple of interesting things about the uh, the study room that he was assigned. And has not reappeared since. So you want me to find him? Yes. Okay. That's it? Just okay? I mean, I get to stay longer, right? Yes. Those those who do service for Candlekeep do get uh, privileges. The ability to stay longer, uh, perhaps if... More services are required. Things such as spell copying may be cheaper. Ooh, I like that. What's do we got to do? Oh. I'm sorry. I mean, you say people got to do services to stay. What's what's Dewey's? What's Dewey doing? <laughs> oh God! Why did my head go in five different directions? None of which are appropriate. Because you saw all of our reactions. We've went, already, oh no! We've already established towards the stages as a sexual thing <laughs> on this network. I'm sure I'm going beat red at this point. My uh, like like <laughs> Is it? I mean, Mini Nets in Home Two. Mini Dash Swords dot com is twelve bucks, and I think hey! that's like. Now that's good thinking. The loophole. (laughs) Promoting this guy. Well, he has has been here since his parents disappeared, since we can't quite figure out what happened to them. Odd things happen in Candlekeep. I mean, Matronius disappeared, you just said. Exactly. And we're trying to discover where exactly he disappeared to. So we, we think that there may be a clue in the study room where he was working, if you want to have a look at that. But in general, do we... Runs around and helps people. He's a very helpful mm-hmm. young man. I mean, I, I heard about him trying to carry a, a very large trunk up a flight of stairs. Mm. Two very large trunks. Why are you asking an eight-year-old to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Two reasons. 
<laughs> Labor laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are both of them, actually. No. <laughs> First of all, everyone else who who is here in general is, well, their studies are very important and can't be bothered with trivialities like this. Mm. Like missing people. <laughs> <laughs> missing in a, in a magic library, no less. So um, my studies lack focus, so that's why you're asking me what, like, that I can stay and, like, do work so that way I can continue studying things that don't have a focus. Or things that have a focus that I can't quite understand. Mm. I don't either. I just like reading. I don't believe you. But that's all right. <laughs> the other reason is that, well, you did prove yourself. Hmm. We did have you prove your abilities when, when, you, when you came into uh, Candlekeep because, frankly, none of us quite believed that an eight-year-old could be a, a scholar or a magic user without, well, being a sorcerer. And you did rather impress. So, you you are um, partially because you want to stay, mm. and and uh, everyone else who lives here has more important things to do. Okay, <laughs> bored now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I will tell the. Uh, I lost the word. Avowed. I, I, I will tell the, 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 the head of Avowed over at the towers that you are coming over, and you will be having a look at that room. Okay, which room is it? <clears throat> is it number eight? No. I can read numbers. <laughs> I'm quite aware. No, it's room 20. It's, room up, it's up on the top floor of the easternmost tower. Okay, room 20. Can I take Dewey with me? If you like. Cool! Sure. Uh, I, I, I imagine he will enjoy having something uh, different to do. Him and that fox look, <laughs> looks, looks down at the door. If, oh, yeah. if, if there's like a little cat paw, just <laughs> yeah, like a little black paw underneath this. <laughs> yeah, no, Rusty's very curious. Um, yes, Rusty is quite curious, as is your familiar. Yes. This is Iris. Have you said hi? We have, I mean, this is our first time talking, so you haven't said hi. Say hi to Iris. You are correct. Hello, Iris. <laughs> A pleasure to meet you as well. Mm-hmm. It's funny because she doesn't have vocal cords, but because she's a familiar, she, she can make sound. If, if you have to explain the joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. She can make sounds. She can make sounds. <laughs> I will. I will inform the uh, the. I cannot the head avowed the the, that you are on your way. Okay. That is all. And when when you have found out where this fellow has disappeared to, whether some interdimensional problem or something else that is probably beyond your abilities, um, let us know, and and at least we will have the right direction to go in. Double thumbs up. Wonderful. And he'll get up, go over, open the door. That is all. Thank you. And okay. he walks away. Comes down off the chair. By, by, by the time that you get out to the common room, he's gone. All right. We're going on an adventure. An adventure, you say? Yeah. And of what sort? 
Uh, Disturbingly uh, young man. <laughs> That's well, another hashtag you guys need. I mean, you were probably eight once. Was it disturbing for you? Very much so. Mm. You see, when you're a, everyone thinks being a child is wonderful <laughs> and all you want to do, but when you're a child, you have no control whatsoever. Yeah, my you go where you're told. You do my arms you... do this. <laughs> I don't think he was referring to your motor functions, sweetheart. Stop waving in front of my camera, I'll break your arms. My arms work like this. <laughs> I believe you earlier said you would not be gesticulating. <laughs> I do remember hearing that. <laughs> do I got Chainzilla's approaching Tokyo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so what, sort, what is this adventure? Oh, Dewey would like this. Um, some dude disappeared in a room, like your parents. Really? Yeah. So where? Which room? Uh, number Nine. eight. <laughs> God. It's not number eight. Okay. It's number. I'm not getting any closer to you. <laughs> it's all right. I'll translate, sweetheart. Dewey leans in. Is like bacon. <laughs> I can hear you. It's fine. Number twenty. Number twenty. Why did you whisper that? Because what if someone else hears that there's a room where people disappear in, and they're like, whoa, that's pretty cool, and then, and then... Why would anyone think it's cool to go to a room <clears throat> and disappear without any knowledge of where you're going to? I don't know. People are weird. Look, whoa, whoa, whoa. Indeed. Hey, Your husband's kind of weird. Why are you doing this? Okay, no time to talk. We gotta go. We? Whoa. I believe this is, uh... Young child's adventure here. I don't. But, 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 but what if what if what if what if there's something in the room that that that, that oh, has a gosh, you're right. Parents? We can't send two children going. Yeah, also, alternatively, we should hear the boy out. <laughs> so at about this point, Adela walk, uh, uh, walks in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they, are, they are arguing over. You what... should talk to her, young man. She's you, got many swords. You have a, you have a sword. <laughs> I. We have a sage. <laughs> yes. No. 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 Oh, that is not a polite thing to say to a woman, young man. No. 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 I've been. I've been trying to get a group together. But but everybody here are stupid sages, and nobody has a sword. I'm not stupid. So we're going to room twenty, and yes, everybody could hear you. Oh. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I have, that's why you have your hair out of your ear. That's I why. have this dangerous oil. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I have a copy as well. Odilla had, she had actually been in the room. She kind of just slipped in. Um, I had she, she lasted in her reading room just long enough to get the books. You know, the first few minutes uh, of silence was just driving her crazy. She like went to the door and then saw a precocious little <laughs> kid walk up and she decided to hold off a little longer and she waited for him to exit. And then she cracked the door open because the idea of not being able to hear or eavesdrop or anything was just driving her insane. Um, but she realized there's not really much to hear in the library. So... Literally, no, <laughs> as soon as the books came, she asked, uh, 
Do I need to keep these in here? No, as long as you do not remove them, as long as you do not attempt to remove them through the gate or the walls or anywhere else outside of Kendall Keep, you may go anywhere within the premises that you are allowed. Well, I'm sure I could abide by that. And she'll swoop them up and get there, get out of there as quickly as possible, back into some type of noise where she can she can hear. And um, the whispering was quite loud, so she <laughs> was drawn to the inn. <laughs> I mean, that's why you have your hair pinned back, so that way you can, like, listen with one ear, and then the other ear can be like, whispers, 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 and then this one is just like, whispers, whispers. Oh, is that why? Yeah. No, that's not how that works at all. Mm. Oh. Guess I gotta go read more anatomy books. So, why are you, why did they say, people are disappearing, let's ask an eight-year-old boy to go find out? (laughs) (laughs) So he, so Dewey kind of, like, Eight-year-old boys are expendable. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> horrified look on his face. <laughs> I am married to an infernal being, and that is the worst thing I have ever heard. Dude, dark man. That's true. I've been here since I was eight. What? Wait, you, you, seven. I, I've actually been here since I was seven. I mean, you just you just. Six? So they just been here keep- since I was six? They've yeah. just been keeping you here? Just, just a, a, a well, child you survived. How did you survive for so long? I've got like tons of money. Oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your parents? Would we know them? Yeah, people give me money to take their bags. Oh, you're employed. Give me a free, that is different. A free room, and it's like it's all profit. That's all, right, all right, all right. So uh, clearly. We cannot leave the unaccompanied minors unaccompanied into a room. Mining is children's work. This is not mining, sweetheart. If people are vanishing, if they were going into a mine, they'd just be dead. That's why it's children's work. Apparently, they're expendable. You seem to have a good head on your shoulders. Uh, Don't do it. Hey, Wu. Where have you been? Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, hi. (laughs) We're all looking. Yeah, and Odilla oh. has been, like, multitasking, actually looking through her book, but still, like, hearing everything. Oh, are we ready to make a decision about this missing person's adventure or not? Oh, sure. I mean, I'm going to go because then I get to say, this is Mrs. Moreover, this is Mr. Moreover, this is Dewey, and what's your name? Uh, Odilla Analdi. So, Odilla. if you perform this duty... You get to stay here as long as you want. Yeah. But well, I don't know how long. They said, like, I can stay longer. It's because they think my um, my research is, uh, you know, um, unimportant. Well, I find that surprising. But look, while you are performing this duty, they're not going to kick you out, right? I know. I, I, I might take longer time on it. Go sit in a room somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do your study. You said you were attempting to get a team together? Well, I mean, yeah, because, but I don't have access to the to the vault, so I can't... Why would you need access well, to the Well, or vault? the restricted section. There's a the, vault? There's a vault. Oh, I see. But, so my, my parents went into the restricted section, and they didn't come back. It sounds like this. What if, what if this. what if this room goes to the same place that my parents went to? What if my parents are still alive? And what if this guy is still alive? What's his name? Uh, Matronius. 
Is he an Autobot or a Decepticon? <laughs> <laughs> Metronius tips well. We should go save him. Oh. And at the mention of the restricted section, Odilla perks up a bit because when she did get her books, she said, and these are everything from this author, and she noticed that the attendant kind of paused, paused <laughs> and said, well, all that you'll have access to. And so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <Fox> you. <laughs> I actually have a, have a cup that says "Oh, for Fox's sake." Huh. Well, I for one have never been one to um, shy away from a group activity, so perhaps we might <laughs> help you out with your. Go on. <laughs> Lester, now is not the time. There are children present. Expendable ones. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I need something about dangerous oil with you. Have you all read this book? I thought it was much less common than apparently it was. (laughs) Spreads around. I mean, my grandfather had it. I'm not going to touch that one. (laughs) Not going to touch that one. I mean, it was on the bookshelf. You'd think it'd be about dangerous oil. I I mean, it was about oil, but. Put it uh, above your head height. I mean, you know, you can climb a shelf. So, my suggestion to you, young man, is that you tell the really fine reader that you are looking for this person wherever you can find him. Well, they told me room 20 of the East Tower. But that's the last place you go, son. You want to spend as much time here in this library as you can, don't you? I'm doing you a favor, young man. Dewey, where are you going? Hey, uh, you guys can come or not? Um... We must keep the children out of danger, my dear. I mean, we're not doing anything else at the moment. All right. If I'd known, I would have worn my adventuring jodhpurs. Those are your adventuring jodhpurs? Which jodhpurs are they? These are my dress jodhpurs. These are my dinner jodhpurs. I mean, they it's are It's not mom. even dinner yet. <laughs> Take us to... We're re- coming. We're okay, coming. Lead the go. way. The East Tower. Is that where we're going? You don't know where the... It says... He said East Tower. It says East Tower right on it, too. Oh, wow! Oh, look, it's the Tower of East. (laughs) They're remarkably good at labeling things here, although they should have multiple language in case anyone who is multilingual. I should talk to them about accessibility tools. What language can you speak? Uh, several. None of which I'm going to be speaking in front of you. They're very frightening. Uh, I, we all start speaking in Infernal. Oh, oh. I see you studied, she replies in Infernal. Yeah! There's a lot of books in Infernal about like a lot of different stuff, so you better learn Infernal. You're only gonna eat. Oh, you shall have to give me your recommendations. Mm-hmm. Odella's just like shuddering. <laughs> yeah, no. Him, uh, him, him going, yeah! was like <laughs> demonic scream. <laughs> so, well, the East Tower. Oh, that one says not East Tower, so I assume <laughs> See, that's where you should go. Oh, sorry. Um, you know, just... It was nice to speak to you in Infernal. Um, have a good day, as it says in Infernal. We should do it Wait. again some. Literally translated, you just said, I hope you bathe in the blood of your victims. Okay. Yes. Oh. Mm. You know, in translation, that... Okay, that makes Oh, no, it's a very common greeting in my particular yeah. circle mm-hmm. of hell. You were absolutely correct. Oh, Okay. <laughs> 
I mean, just like the translation book I read, it said have a good day, but it's good to know like the literal translation. Euphemisms. <laughs> Master Dewey, you were saying East Tower? That way. That one's what? not the East Tower. Yes. <laughs> wow, it's labeled not the East Tower. <laughs> it's tricky. What if it really is? Oh, um, my. This is why I'm playing fast and loose with the lore, because I know no one pays attention to <laughs> <laughs> I tried. East Tower. Let's go. And off to the East Tower you go, and the 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 head, I'm going to get this right eventually, avowed. Jesus. That's your Fandolin Miners Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. I just can't remember it. That's, that's the post-it note that just the lives avowed. right behind the screen. The bad. I saw them at the Warfield in '97. <laughs> that was not their best year. No. no. Mm. Well, um. <laughs> this is the unavowed. <laughs> oh God. Woo. <laughs> that was too. <laughs> please. <Whoa. laughs> that please. Please clip that. <laughs> <clears throat> so you arrive at the East Tower, not the not East Tower. And That's a not East Tower. <laughs> oh gosh, we're not doing this circle again. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna tower? take us Wait three three sessions just to get into the tower. <laughs> Dude, what's this one? See, if I can just have my whole run, nothing happened. Then this one is potentially the North Tower. <laughs> And it actually has it on there. Potentially yeah. north. The, the, the theoretically south tower. Yeah. I believe Heisenberg was involved in placing that. Oh, oh gosh! So you arrive, and the, and the head of Oud looks up from from a book behind the desk. Ah, well, yeah, yes. You are here about the uh, the room. Mm-hmm. Yes, right this way. Uh, who are your friends? With his team. Yes, a coterie of souls. Well, um, and they all have the same accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's exactly the same. I think I'm from a deeper part of the South than the rest of you. <laughs> but yeah, Mr. Moreover, Mrs. Moreover, Odella, and Dewey, you know Dewey. Yeah, yeah, we have the kid accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There's your episode title! <laughs> We could only afford two accents on. We used to donate to the Patreon. <laughs> you have another page for all these quotes. <laughs> Play some sad music. If you help us get more accents. Sally Struthers! <laughs> well, James oh. stole all the accents for Dragon Vice Yeah, it's true. That's all we had left. After you are a wonderful person, thank you. <laughs> it's been clipped. Oh. Yay! <laughs> because Hefner listens to me. Might be the only one who does. Thank you. What was that? Roommate? Exactly. <laughs> Roommate! <laughs> Room 20. <laughs> Don't know, do yeah. I'm gonna get you That's the the like flavor swap jelly beans to throw at people, so you don't know yeah. if you're getting a tasty one or a gross Ooh, one. No, I just I did an audition for that one. Hey, yeah, Jelly Belly. Um, but yeah, they're doing their fourth bamboo series. Be careful, with dirty socks. Um, it, it's, it's, it's really like, good in for that role. <laughs> it's a fresh cut grass one that really gets me because it feels like it should be good, but. Mm. No, eating grass should not be good. <laughs> I used to chew on grass stalks when I was a kid. Well, that answers some nagging questions. <laughs> Alaska, man, you, you get your nutrition yeah. every camp. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, good to know you're free range. 
the caribou were really tough this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even Alaska. <laughs> 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 Why would Minnesota, don't you know? That was the other accent I had for this character, oh. but I figured y'all would kill me for it. That would have been amazing. That's <laughs> funny. I'm toyed with that as well. <laughs> We did not coordinate. Oh, oh, I, I mean, you all hear my accent. This is my accent. Yeah. Indeed. Mm-hmm. We really? adults hear it. <laughs> they don't. I love you. No. <laughs> I love you. We're going to open the door to this thing, and she's just going to fireball us and make us start over. <laughs> I've been, I've been no. recast. <laughs> At the break, the Baroness will be sitting here. Let's see, We're does, taking another break? Shit. Does 30 hit points kill <laughs> you outright? Does yes. a 43 uh, hit? No, weird. <laughs> Descent into Avernus was bad about that, though. At second level, we encountered a fireball. Yep. You, you encountered a, sh- a fireball? Well, short campaign. Oh, hey there. Uh, yeah. I'm going to explode right now. Parlay! <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, my rogue had just gotten healed and, and got a nat 20 on the decks. She was the only one still standing. So glad we have you. You're the only one who's going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we call you the only one still standing. Probably need to get up a few levels first. <laughs> at least one. Because we were second level at that point. I think we mm-hmm. just leveled. <laughs> it's time-based. Oh, nice. That's why you're drawing this out. <laughs> I got advice to him. I got XP for dragging a trunk up a uh, plane. Yeah. Place. Oh God! So room twenty. So room twenty. <laughs> the 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 avowed just sort of looks at all five of you. Goes well. I suppose if people want to uh, go along with you on this this little adventure of yours. What's your name? I hate you so much. <laughs> Jim. Jim Darkman. Jim. Evod. I'm Evod. I'm Evod the avowed. My parents didn't like me. Nice to meet you, Evod. Pleasure to meet you, Wuya. Just like have to really reach up for it. I can't Wait. reach you. We are literally like this person knew your name and you didn't know their name already. <laughs> I mean, what? Wooya. I've been reading, okay, and then probably Allcrest is the one who told uh, Eva, male, male, female, non-binary, non-binary, number. Told them like my 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 name. I'm really popular here. No, I'm not. Like, I heard popular. you were expendable. I believe you are the only one who is. You two are the only ones who've used the word expandable. I didn't. I'm... You two, you both of you. I am pointing at both of you. I think the only description I've heard is eight year olds. So <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> so they they lead you up to into into room twenty and open the doors. Yes, um, Matronis. Um, Came up here and was studying and asked for, well, originally started asking for, uh, what was he originally studying? I don't remember. But he found out <clears throat> something. I am not entirely sure what, but he started asking for uh, the books uh, that a, a mage named, um, I can't pronounce this, Vistadina? Vist, ah. Vistandia? Um... Uh, Donated to to the the keep after she passed away. She spent much time here in this particular room. She always requested this room whenever she visited, mm. and Tronius found that fascinating for some reason, and uh, requested all of her books. They're over there. Well, at least the ones that he left. There's seven or eight there. Yes. Were any of these books taken from the restricted area? No. Are there any of her works in the restricted area? There's a couple. 
Hmm. What well, kind? From her collection, that is. Not not her personal writings. And what kind of what, uh, books did Fistadina write? All right, it is spelled F-I-S-T-A-N-D-I-A. If anyone can help me oh. figure out how to pronounce the freaking thing. Fistandia, probably? Yeah, Fistandia. Fistandia, sure. What's the or nice name Fistadina. that we're for? Uh, Matro- Matronius or Matronus? Matronius. Matronus. Matronus. Definitely, yeah. Oh, he's a Decepticon. Oh, Autobot? All right. <laughs> I would have gone with Decepticon, but sure. You failed me for the no, last no, no. time, Matronus. No, the Decepticon, because you don't trust the child. Yeah. Clearly. That is the only intelligent thing. All right. So, um, this is this is the room that he spent a lot of, that he spent time in after uh, Fistandia spent all of her time here. So, good luck, I suppose. Can you describe this Matronus? Sure. Um... He's human, middle-aged, uh, salt and pepper brown hair, uh, wears heavy robes all of the time, even in the hottest spots at parts of summer. Some of that going around. Apparently. And what kind of books did Fistadian... Oh, God. Fistandia. Fistandia, right. So she had a wide collection of books. Um, so we it, it took him quite a while, I suppose, to find the ones that he wanted. But the ones that he... Left here are there, as you see. Okay. And 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 looking into the study rooms, so the study rooms are all pretty universal. There's there's a uh, a water pitcher that refills itself whenever whenever it's emptied because um, they want want to keep you all hydrated. It is important. And um, so there's there, there's a water basin. There's a desk, usually uh, right next to a window. The window is very magically protected. Um, and it's a desk and a comfortable chair. And sitting on this desk are seven or eight books stacked and a couple books that are open laid across the table. Kind of reminds you a little bit of your study space. Mm-hmm. The way that clearly this person was cross-referencing something. It smells less like bacon, though. Yeah. <laughs> it, this would have the silence spell on it, too. Uh, it, 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 it does, it does when, when uh, the door is closed. Okay. So it does say. Perhaps we might keep this cracked open so that... I was saying. <laughs> Just do the Ace Ventura. <laughs> I mean, we were saying that we were going to do the joke about all of us being muted when we, when we came on. I love a bit. So, uh, I think we need to look around. Wait, do we? And then just crack it up again. <laughs> <laughs> we need to look around. Um, uh, perhaps we might look through these books? Certainly. I'm not they... much of a reader. I'm, I'm going to look in the desk. Okay. Have a, have, a, have a look at anything in here that you like. If you need assistance with anything, I will be just downstairs. Was this door closed the whole time he was here? Hard to say. This is this is the top room of the tower, so I was not watching it all, all of the time. I'm downstairs, of course. Um, he would frequently open it and call for more books from, from his assigned avowed, but otherwise... Maybe speak to his assigned avowed. Certainly, if you'd like. Thank you. I'll send them over. Perhaps some people look at the books. Maybe we ask if any of the other study rooms have heard anything. Dewey is already just uh, like pulling drawers yeah. open, like rummaging around in there. I do love it when out. you get your investigator's voice on, sweetheart. <laughs> Odella's gonna start like flipping through the books. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly looking out for any notes that might have been written in the margins. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just to get a general sense of like the subject of them. 
Okay. So uh, the book that is sitting open on, that, that is center, like, you know how, how, how sometimes people who are studying will have like the reference book in the middle and then all the other books mm -hmm. they're referencing around, around the edges? This is clearly the one that he's been looking at the most frequently. Um, it is a heavy, a, a really heavy leather tome. Um, it has ornately tooled leather decorated with gold filigree. Ooh. And on the front is the staring portrait of a man just Staring, staring, staring straight ahead. Um, anyone who would like to can make me an Arcana or a History check. Arcana is better for me. Both of them are a plus seven. Dewey is like almost sticking his head in a drawer. <laughs> like, it's got mean, a 12. Not great, but I'll still. 19. Okay. Hachi machi. Um, can I assist Adila? Sure. Okay, yes, I will need that. It's not gonna be much better. Thirteen. Um, all of you, all of you made it. So oh. you recognize the the portrait of the legendary mage Morden Caden. Oh. <clears throat> it's just so. a hand. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Morty. <laughs> Morty. <laughs> Do they allow you to call him that here? It seems highly disrespectful. Uh, sure. Allowed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a title in the book? There is a title in the book. It is called <clears throat> The Joy of Extra-Dimensional Spaces. Oh. Roll credits. Guys, she said the title. <laughs> <laughs> we <Yeah>. made it. <laughs> With 12 minutes to spare. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so. Really? No. So you're, uh, is, is anyone looking at this book in particular, or are you looking at other books? What, 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 I, are, you, what are you guys doing? I'm not going to I, lead you. Let's yeah. go around. Let's I mean, since there. Odilla said, or I said Odilla would be looking at the book, I think she would go to the central book first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're flipping through it. What are you doing along I think I think I'm hovering kind of near Odilla and also like just rifling through books and papers, seeing if anything catches particular interest. Mm -hmm. Sort of watching her and following her lead on what she's looking for. Sure. How about mm -hmm. you, William? Um, after seeing the title and the person, Uya is going to sling over his big backpack, place it on the side, and unfurl the uh, top and starts taking out these long slips of rectangular paper that have some calligraphy on them and starts slapping them down. And it's going to take about 10, <laughs> ten minutes and uh, six seconds to do so. <laughs> All right. What, what spell are you casting? Uh, detect magic. All right. And Mr. Moreover. Uh, he's going to check the two rooms on either side and mm -hmm. see if anybody heard anything. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to. I think I'm he is currently I, occupied. I start casting a ritual. Oh, God. Like on the other side of the book. Competing rituals. <laughs> <laughs> and what ritual are you casting? Oh, never mind. I'm not. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't have the spell down. component. Ah. Oh. Although I have the money, so maybe I could have gotten it at some point. What is the spell? Uh, yeah, identify. Which is component do you need? A pearl. Oh yeah, oh, no. Uh, just you, ask. I'm probably wearing I mean, jewelry. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like literally. Uh, oh, you have a. Yeah, which color would you like? And I'll just like reach into like pull down her cleavage. Yeah, probably <laughs> actually. Just, like a full string of pearls with like a variety of colors. Which one would you like, sweetheart? The, the big one. There. There you go, sugar. 
And, the, and, and, that, and that is big enough. Go ahead. And then I'm going to start as quickly as I can, trying to do it faster. Actually, you know what? I cast Identify. And use a spell slot to do so. Oh. Is, that, is that your last spell slot of the day? It is. I have no more spell cool. slots. Do you think we're getting a long rest anytime yeah. soon? <laughs> I'm enjoying this. What's your identifying, though, Dewey? The book. Okay. You. <laughs> it is Dewey. It is the joy of extra dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> Let me save you some trouble, kid. <laughs> All right. So, casting. Um, Casting identify on 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 the book. You, th- th- this is not a a magical tome per uh, per se, but it has a lot of it has. It's a magical book in the way that 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 a that a, a spell book might be, um, in that it's not it doesn't have any of its own inherent power like a, a tome that you read to boost stats or something or something mm-hmm. like that. But it does have magical uh, components tied into it. So there are spells in here. Given the person who wrote it, probably something to do with like Mordenkainen's mansion and those sorts of things. You know, extra dimensional spaces. And I do feel like Odilla, because she's holding the book and looking through it, felt a little tingle and she recognizes it and she goes. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, And once you finish the ritual for, for Detect Magic. This like aura of well, what what does your magic look like? So all these papers on the ground, um, once it's done casting, like you can see different patterns of all the calligraphy that have like interlocked with one another, and once they're all placed down, it just glows and sends out basically that shock aura. What 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 color is it? Does it have a color? S- uh, how should I say it? A vibrant green. Okay. All right. So this green wave of light washes out from from Muya, and um, as it does, you see a doorway made of magic. Where? It is on uh, the wall that is next to the uh, the desk, mm-hmm. and it's it was not there a moment ago. He'll blink his eyes a bit and start to collect the papers that are on the ground and. Walk over. What, what do you, you see? You right there, sugar? You're staring at a wall. Yeah, he's got a poke. Your finger goes right through it. Mm. Do we see? Spirit of annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> do you see what? Do we see his finger, like, disappear? As far as you can tell, he's poking an empty space. Oh. What do you see, boy? <laughs> Trouble at the old well? <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Puts on his backpack. I think I found something. Shoom. And you go face first into the wall. <laughs> hmm. I enjoyed that. <laughs> now that's not kind. Are you hurt, sweetie? I'm fine. <laughs> a little bit of blood just like <laughs> dribbles down. Hmm. Interesting. Pull out a piece of gauze from my pocket and just like without disrupting him, just like reach over him, like dab the you blood off his forehead. Comedy is he walks into a wall. <laughs> Tragedy is I walk into a wall. You want to try? No. <laughs> I'm gonna try and poke my finger in one more time. Uh, you're, you, uh, if, if you poke all the way through, you're poking the wall. Wait, so the finger did go through at one point? N- so it's it. 
everyone else sees you poking at, at empty space and like putting your finger against the wall. You see your hand like go through this door, mm. but you hit but you hit the wall on the other side if you're poking hard enough and far enough. Mm. And is it like a sparkly outline of a door or? Yeah. Okay. So um, I detected some magic shaped like a doorway and I'm trying to uh, and I will... Perhaps chalk or something on the wall there to show us where that door is so we don't lose it. Adila's probably going to flip faster to see if she can find anything about doorways okay. in the book. Um, also, because because you you cast the spell, who, uh, who, uh, it is a conjuration. Conjuration, conjuration spell. Uh-huh. Um, the worst summon monster in history. <laughs> I got a door! <laughs> I choose you, door! It's like Charlie Brown. What did you get? I got a rock. <laughs> I mean, I got a calligrapher's supplies. Could I, like, ink out the outline of the door um, on the wall? Yes, you'd run through a lot of ink doing that. Mm. My, I, my thieves' tools probably have chalk in them. Sure, yes. So I'll hand you a piece of chalk. I don't actually know what, I don't remember what's in thieves' tools, but chalk makes sense, so go ahead. That way we won't lose it when your spell runs out. Mm. But yeah, it's, how big is it? Is it, like, normal door size or larger than It's a little bit larger. Okay. Uh, actually, um, let me look quickly. Mm. Yeah, it's it's pretty good sized. It looks like it could be a double door. Oh, interesting. Dewey, your parents go in a door? I, I don't know. <laughs> he was six, sweetie. I don't know if he would know that. So well, I was six two years ago, and I knew a lot. You mm-hmm. all are so good at math out here. <laughs> so, so Adila's flipping through it through, yeah, through the book, she's, <laughs> and there and there is a lot about one. doorways and extra dimen- that, that lead into extra dimensional spaces and things like that. Um, make me just in an intelligence roll, just straight intelligence. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, we have inspiration. Yeah, at the six. I one hundred. Oh, will it not? Wait, we don't have oh wait, no, I have pretty good. In- no, I don't have a good. Intelligence. You just took us on a real journey. <laughs> Let's definitely inspire that. <laughs> it might not really help uh, that much. Uh, twelve. Okay. Um, we should buy another card. <laughs> those do last to the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So with that, um, you keep seeing references to a command word. Mm, okay. That may not entirely make sense to you because because you're not a caster, but it's 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 important enough that Morgan King keeps referencing it. Well, I wouldn't be much of an investigator if I didn't guess that this door leads to an extra dimensional space <laughs> of joy. <laughs> perhaps joyful, perhaps not. They rarely do. Mm. But it says the joys of extra. Anyway, what I'm reading here is that. Perhaps unlock it. We need some type of word, command oh, word. Oh, like a passcode. Is there? What about? Okay, a passcode. What about? What about all of these books? What if there's a passcode in there? Password. Something circled. Is there? Do, do one, you, two, do, three, do four, five. I've been kind of rifling through papers, like, halfway and then half reading over Odilla's shoulder, so mm-hmm. I'm going to roll and see if I've noticed anything. Odilla's going to start passing on the books. Sure. And um, just tell people to skim through. Everyone give me an arc- uh, investigation or arcana, whichever is better for you. Inv- dice this time. <laughs> Blow a seven still. Ooh. Investigation is where I'm... Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, investigation's better. 
26. Arcana 24. All right. That was a natural one. I picked up a book in Dwarvish, which I don't read. Well, I got, oh, nice. I got 15. All right, so so the two of you are looking through the more mundane, um, like investigative type type of, the more mundane books that are around Morden Caden's book, um, and you do see that he that uh, what was his name? Matronus. Matronus. <laughs> That uh, Matronas had, had, had <laughs> that Matronas had been writing notes about uh, about finding out that he needed a, co- a, a keyword, but not but not what it was. Uh, mm. You two, with those amazing Arcana checks, you're flipping through the, the Morden Kane's book itself, and you find a shorthand written in a different in a different script than than what is in the notes. And with that freaking amazing uh, roll, you are able to, to decipher that the command word is scepter. I did not write Mi- this. Mini scepters. <laughs> I did not write this. Hold on, who are we blaming? Michael Polkenhorn. Uh, <laughs> the jokes just write themselves. Oh, okay. But yes, you are able to, to decipher what the code word is. Hmm. Well, has anyone found anything? Say it on three. Wait, you know what the command word is? Oh, yeah, we didn't read, like, we read his book. (laughs) Well, we should be cautious here. What if if it's a two-way door? What if it closes? What what if only one of us can go? Then we just keep saying the word, probably. Scepter! And I run in. (laughs) Well, I think we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) It needs an hour to open. Dewey yells the word. Dewey shaped. <laughs> Dewey yells the word scepter, and luckily for luckily for him, uh, the door solidifies right in front of him. Oh, honey, are you okay? That looks like it might be broken. All right. Oh yes, I'm oh, sorry. Me? In my reading, it said it made it appear not open. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna grow over to Dewey. Is his nose broken? Um, roll me a d20. Make a luck roll. 18? No, it is it is, it is pretty bruised, uh, and there's oh, a little bit of blood it's tingle, it's like a tingle, it's like the tingle, it's like, oh, you ever get hit in the face with like a ball? Oh. Yeah. And yes, yeah. actually, that was basically a luck roll. 10 and, ten and under would have been it was broken. Nice. I'd offer you some ice, but unfortunately, I don't do that kind of magic. <laughs> oh, I do, I do, I do. I don't. I don't. I used all of my magic. Up. <laughs> no. Is that is that wrong? No. Okay. Good. Well, would it matter if you said yes? <laughs> what does that change? <laughs> just Wuya is gonna take out like a handkerchief and like just gotta put pressure on it and then like fit your head okay, back. Okay, I got, I got. Yeah. Tilt your head back so that. I sound like you now, like this. I sound like you. I don't sound like that. <laughs> so do we know? To what this door might lead, other than an extra-dimensional space, I presume? As you are debating this, the door is starting to fade a little bit. Scepter! <laughs> oh, for Pete's. It re-solidifies. For Pete's sake. <laughs> oh. I'm going to open it, but not go in. Just look. All right. When... <laughs> <laughs> when you open the door on the other side, you see a grand foyer... That, ri- oh, wow. that, that that rises in front of you. The ceiling is arched up 15 feet, and there's long hallways on either side. 
Well, my love, this rather looks like your uncle's house. Oh, God, I hope it's not our uncle's house. Less on fire. Oh, there. And, and as you are speaking, you notice that there is a human man standing in the middle of the foyer who turns around looking very surprised when he hears you. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Oh, yeah. That's what that feels like? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. That was I, really manipulative. <laughs> I said that, that this was my revenge. So thank you all so much for joining us for this week's episode of Swords and Sages. It would be a little bit of a rocky start, but now we are in the groove and let's go. This is this is great. This is fun. It is delightful to be back here in the studio with these mad, wonderful people. We got three Southerners and two children. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> so I've read that book. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? You need a trailer park. Uh, dangerous Oils, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, join us again next week to find out who, what's going on with this. We, know uh, we don't know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Does he have a salt and pepper hair? Uh-oh. Yes, and wearing heavy robes. And he looks human. Oh my goodness, who could it be? I have no idea. <laughs> we'll find out next week. Next Wait, week? we have to do this again? Yep. Weirdly enough, you did not die in the first 10 minutes. You have to come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I live to displease. <laughs> but yes, thank you all again so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for all the bits. You guys yeah, are crazy. How, uh, so we triggered the boy for sure, and we were going to go raid Faye, Fiends, and Friends. Whoa. So give him some emotes. Give him some thank love. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages. If you want to catch us live, check us out at twitch.tv slash questsinchaos or go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash questschaos. Join us next time for more Swords and Sages. Thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. This podcast is supported by our patrons, starting with our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tamago Tora. Nothing is more important than middle management. Here is our inspiration middle management. Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Erebus, Anonymous Wizard, Jen W., and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. Of course, we also have some amazing guild members that help keep us going. If you would like to support us as well, please consider joining at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.